0: You're listening to the Opie and Anthony Channel on Sirius XM. The Ron
1: and Fez Show starts. Come on.
2: To it, Boppers. Yeah, Boppers, let's get down to it. Wednesday, Argus, 21st, 2013, the future. Yesterday, just by minutes, I missed that cab jumping up on the sidewalk. That's actually how I come into the building. Five minutes earlier I was there That's I could have been one of the heroes Or it
3: could have been like Some Final Destination shit You might have been walking where that tourist is walking No,
2: forget that I would have been like Dr. Oz I would have been fucking tying people's legs off with of belts I would have been like the pizza guy Here's what, I don't know whether you've been following the whole story So everybody jumps into a, a cab uh, For whatever reason Goes up on the sidewalk, Hits a woman Takes off her foot but Regular people are running in One of the people who runs over was our pizza truck guy who we bought all the pizzas from the other day. (laughs) His girlfriend fucking tweets, oh, my boyfriend, uh, maybe I'm dating Superman. She, by the way, is a fucking supermodel. This is how New York City is. A, there could be a weird accident like that. B. Doctor Oz will run in to help you. C. You can run a fucking pizza truck here and still date a supermodel. When people bitch about the United States of America, forget about it. It's still happening.
3: I see her sometimes around the pizza truck, like in the morning when they're setting up. Like she's hanging out. It's it's great. Did you know she was a famous
2: supermodel or did you just no, think she I was just, a hot chick? I just
3: thought, you know, she like knew the guy or it was somehow associated with him. I'm like, what's going on here? Just really like pizza.
2: One of the problems that men have with supermodels is we never know that they're supermodels. <laughs> Only women know who fucking supermodels are. We just think somebody's a hot chick.
3: Really Julie's kind of baffling. Like, if you walk downtown, it's like, I guess these women could be supermodels, I guess? I'm not sure. Well, you
2: know, because they're tall and their hair is fucking amazing, <laughs> you know, but you don't know their name the way women do. And then also, I don't speak Russian, so I can very rarely. I right, who is the girl that we have up on the iBank today?
3: All right, Miss Emily Radichkowski. She, you will, everyone will know her from the Blurred Lines video as the brunette. Mm hmm. Up on the eye bang is her completely naked doing the dishes, and her ass is out.
2: She's doing the dishes without a dishwasher. She's doing the dishes in like 1974. Old school. Yeah. She put she puts her back into it.
3: <laughs> uh, Kate Upton's in deep shit. I'm going to announce that today. This girl, because of the blurred lines video. Mm-hmm. Has, is 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 set to eclipse her? I mean, I, I think she's like a, the same age, or maybe like a year older than uh, Upton. This chick, Emily Cowsey, is because just the music video alone—that's what gets. I
2: her. don't think that you can compare that music video with two back-to-back Sports Illustrateds. Her star is on the rise. And oh, I'm not set- saying that this kid isn't going places. She is. <laughs> she's fucking number seventeen with a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cuz we didn't know her before no. and now it isn't like hey look at this thin chick with a nice ass it's what what's her name again
3: Emily Radzkozy say it's that's, that's detrimental to it maybe she should, she can change it someone will come up with a nickname for her
2: no it helps it helps in hockey or modeling now <laughs> to have that kind of russian nickname all right so this girl uh and who took the picture who put the tweet out i mean this is just her herself saying Look at my uh, ass as I uh, tweet. I, send me in, um, little wise-ass kid. I want to see whether he agrees or not. Send Shelby in here. Classic Shelby, get in here. Shelby, don't waste any time with this. Because... I hate to tell you, Chris, but now that you're 30, yeah. I can't count on you as my youth vote anymore.
3: God damn it.
2: You're my young professional, if I oh need God, that. Oh, God, I never wanted
3: to be a fucking young, young professional. Young urban
2: professional. I think it's all downhill It's I get that title. Oh, it's all downhill for you anyway. Oh, it's been downhill. There was some hope. Uh, I know Bob calls you Pops. I asked where you are, and he goes, oh, Pops is upstairs taking another one of his shits. What the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck, Bob? <laughs> God damn it. Hey, I just like that he was up front with me about it. <laughs> no fucking beating around. All right, now you see this uh, young model. It's up on the iBang. By the way, how is it? Uh, wh- how do you find it?
3: Oh, this, it's it's entitled Emily Ryajowski's Bare Ass.
2: All right, I'm on it already. And not safe for work. Oh, no, not safe for work, bare ass.
3: You're, you all the young professionals out there, you'll get shook-hand if your boss sees this shit the windows are closed in here
2: um now before i even ask the kid about it number one i don't believe she's actually doing the dishes i think she's posing in front of some dishes because i see the uh, uh william sonoma uh fucking dish rag perfectly placed at the side <laughs> That's a very fucking...
3: Like, this this, like set design.
2: It's a very expensive Malpine. It's not something that you're going to find a normal person in their early 20s to want.
3: She's got that Blurred Lines money.
2: Yeah. I think she has a writing credit. I'm going to tell you right now, there ain't a lot of Blurred Lines money. <laughs> they do not pay well in videos. All right. So we can agree. She's a very nice thin girl. And for a thin girl, it's a nice ass. It's still a thin girl's ass. Yeah. But, and by the way, she's very thin. Very, very thin. Yeah. I'm going to say that's a a 22 to 24 inch waist there. (sighs) Now, Shelb, I'll, I'll bring you in on this. And even though this girl weighs more than you. Yeah. Would you prefer her or a curvy type supermodel? Like a Kate Upton.
4: In an ideal situation. Yeah, I
2: mean, yeah, you're just, you're now king of the universe, you've fucking unleashed some kind of genie, you can have whatever you want. I'd go with the curvy Kate Upton. Thank you very much. Whoa. Thank you very much. Whoa. You see how the old men still go back for their skinny girls.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Miss Emily uh, (laughs) Redditch-Cowsy, is, 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 she
2: is going, she's better than Kate
3: Upton? She's going to eclipse her?
2: I'm going to totally agree that she's a supermodel. Yeah. And she deserves all the accolades that she's getting, particularly for the fine work she did in blurred lines. It's just amazing. <laughs> Bringing in the, the misogyny talk and
3: that stop sign on her ass when uh, during some cut—it
2: <laughs> was great i didn't know that i didn't follow that much she oh, is yeah. hot but i mean
4: she's just a dime a dozen when it comes to models <laughs>
2: uh-uh. <laughs> then why then
3: why aren't the two other models in this video blowing up like well, this well, well, they pays,
2: well they put their ass in front. no matter who it was if it was lindsay lohan we'd be sitting here talking about her naked ass in front of put
4: your ass out while you're tending to like the fireplace or during the winter
2: or something <laughs> how help yourself here are you changing your oil yeah You're just leaning into the car with your ass out. Pips, do you go for the thinner girl or the
5: curvy girl? I'm going with Kate Upton, the curvy girl. All right. I'm getting fucking... Yeah, you're getting crushed. It's it's
2: the second day in a row because I noticed that you got pummeled yesterday in the vote.
3: Yeah, the vote for uh, either spread or no spread. It was close there for a hot minute, but overnight, 75% are saying they want no spread.
2: I'm going to tell you... I mean, this wasn't even uh, Molly beating up Ba and Shelby numbers. I mean, it was bigger than that.
3: Yeah, it's runaway. I got planted. And now I'm getting destroyed on this. Apparently, Emily Wright's cowzy isn't attractive enough for Pips or Shelby.
2: She's a very pretty girl, but... I mean, you have to admit, there are no hips there. If you no. like the girlish figure... She doesn't have it. She has a very hot
4: young boy's figure. She's kind of got my ass, and I would know. I take a lot. I take a lot of backwards <laughs> selfies.
2: We ought to do this with you, then. We ought to put you <laughs> down in the kitchen here, <laughs> ass out, and and just put up there. uh Oh, there's Shelby naked doing the dishes again.
1: Hang there's on. Plenty of <laughs> dirty dishes down there for you.
4: Doing something for the website. <laughs> Give it a minute. <laughs>
2: so fucking funny so is that her there Yeah, this is, she's the brunette in the video also for a thing girl she has very big breasts though yes. she's she's beating uh nature she's beating nature at its own game yeah freakish in a good yeah. way not like a
3: freak show freakish but in a positive freak way
2: speaking of that i see two cops have stopped a guy my way into work right so he's the homeless guy with kind of You still see sticks in his hair. He's a black dude, right? There's still sticks in his hair, and he's wearing like very baggy pants that he can't hold up, and no shirt. Just doesn't even own a shirt. It's warm out. But there is a bump in his belly that looks like alien is pushing its way through. Just a hard bump, and not high enough to be a high hernia. No idea. I'm sure it's some kind of tearing of the stomach lining, but. I think it's the reason why the cops are trying to take him in.
3: Just to get him some just help so he doesn't die in the street?
2: don't have any idea. And I just wanted to say, you know, does anyone know what the bump is? <laughs> Which you can't really do. But the curiosity, this is something I'll never know the answer to. It's if be you roof. see a weird health thing like that, you want to make sure you know what it is so you don't get it later.
3: I think it might just be a giant cyst. I didn't see it, but from your description, those cows should just pop it. See what happens.
2: No. That was much too hard, dude. I mean, I oh. can't. And it was coming from way from underneath. Way from inside. That's creepy.
3: I think the guy gets it cut off or whatever he needs.
2: So, uh, basically, three votes to one vote, you lost by yesterday. Yeah. So now it's just a matter of where do we put what football. What is a... What's tougher to do? Pick the games and win? Or win that other fucking challenge? Eliminator? Yeah, Eliminator's... An eliminator is probably the hardest. You got to be perfect for an entire season.
3: I feel yeah. I feel like uh, eliminator is the way. And now with without the spread, it becomes a sl- it becomes easier to pick games without the spread.
2: You say that, but now suddenly there is a big difference. If someone is three wins ahead of you, it's very tough to catch them. Yeah. It's not easy if you get behind at all. There's no luck that plays into it like the other fucking games. You have to admit there is luck that plays into it.
3: Yeah, your 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 skill in the in the no spread pick 'em will let you roll. So I mean, do we want to know who the winner is going to be three or four weeks before the season's over? Or I th- I think with the eliminator, yeah, there's luck, but that also makes it more exciting, and it is incredibly hard.
2: I'm not saying the eliminator has luck. I said the spread has luck. Eliminator is very fucking difficult game to play off based on skill. And the the toughest kind of skill, which is, I have a, a solid bet this week, and I'm going to hold it for two weeks, because you could be gone by then. I never made it past three What are the two. two footballs? Adrian Peterson. That goes to eliminator. Sorry, Rice, you're the fucking... <laughs> Super Bowl champion Ray Rice. Yeah, Super Bowl champion Ray Rice, you're the fucking throwaway price.
3: <laughs> That's how fucking good we
2: got it, the Ray Rice side ball's a throwaway. It's true. It's a chuck away prize that probably a girl will win. <laughs> if they manage to contact Do you know, me. Uh, no girls have ever won any of our football contests. Now, the fantasy league that you guys used to be in, yes, yeah. All right, I'm in a. Uh, you know, I brought up. Uh, I've been invited into a new league. Uh, you mentioned that. There's already trouble with it. What happened? I don't really want to get into the whole thing. Yeah. But nobody wants to quit that league or Shrek really didn't have the rights to ask me. Was she even the commissioner? Uh no. She was just
3: right. You can't you can't be involved with that kind of crazy <laughs> bullshit. There's there's this rogue there's rogue uh, elements inside the rogue league. Well, it's a Renegade League. Rogue is just the
2: name that you made up. Renegade League. No, she has offered me to take over her fucking Uh, team. Um, And she's also confused. How can there be a Renegade League without an actual run of Fez League?
3: (laughs) You should just abandon this whole Renegade thing and come we should all just start Clean Slate.
2: What if we just play Renegade by Sticks over and over and I'll just keep thinking about it.
3: (laughs) That's a good song.
2: Yeah. Um... So I might be running Shrekolov's shit show. I don't know. (laughs) Do you even know anything about it? Is it
3: PPR? Is it Keeper? What the hell is even going on in that league? We need details. Come on. We should all come together one last time. One more time.
2: The difference is in the Renegade League, they put money in. I could win some cash. Oh, shit. Yeah. It could suddenly mean something.
3: (laughs) Now we're talking real gambling. Mm Mm-hmm. But look, wouldn't you want camaraderie with, with people at work? Isn't this fun?
2: It didn't turn into it last year. No,
3: it, it turned pretty bad last year. Bad all around. But I think with the new NFL season it becomes new opportunities. You might be right. I don't know. Get a nice draft going. Those are always fun. Draft day. The uh,
2: director of... Uh, the Butler, which is the new film that I guess is getting accolades out there. Yeah, it's about a black butler who, for years and years and years, has uh, served presidents, and he's given them like appetizers. And even small desserts. The, the trailer makes it seem like he's affecting
3: policy, gang made. Like, she seems like a more, much more important job than just the butler.
2: Like, sometimes he's like, we better get out of that Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, he could be you're... like one of those sassy butlers. Well, that director, Lee Daniels, said since Obama has gotten elected, America is more racist. There's more overt talks of racism. And I think if you watch TV or on the internet, you would be hard-pressed not to agree with that.
3: Maybe we're paying attention to it more. Like, maybe that racism's always been there, but now it's just because there's a black dude in, as president,
2: we're just we're just going to see it more. I like the fact that you call the president of the United States a black dude. That's <laughs> all you see through your racist eyes. Fez Whatley, you normally pay attention to homophobic uh, problems, but I'm going to ask you to, before we even get to a gay thing, uh, you think there's more racism in this country?
1: I totally think there's more racism in the country. Based on what? I think things like um, the rise of the Tea Party and some of those black congressmen getting I, yelled slurs
2: at them. I mean, hold it's on, so before we go on, what makes you say that the Tea Party's racist?
1: Well, when those congressmen are getting... Racial slurs yelled at them by Tea Party members as they run up the steps of the Capitol when the Tea Party first came about.
2: But that was not a, and I, I, I'm i not even sure what you're, you know, I'm not sure of the occasion, but that wasn't like an official Tea Party thing. You heard a couple heckles.
1: No, but I mean, I think it's a symbol of ra- more racism overall, where for some reason people feel very free now. I think the Trayvon Martin thing brought out a lot of racism that that might not have been there on the surface before. I think a lot more of it's bubbled up. I saw it with my family when a black man ran for president.
2: My father- your family's racist.
1: Yeah, yeah, but, but never claimed to be. You know, never... You know, a, a good example, my father always voted for a Democrat for president, no matter who it was, until Obama came along.
2: And the only reason was? Black. Mm. Half black. You should be noted. There was no Kenyan. telling my father that. Half Kenyan. Not even born in this yeah. country. Exactly. Yeah, Where's his... OG black. Uh, here's Bill. Bill, you're on the a fest show.
6: Hey Ronnie, thanks for letting me on. Hey Fessy, the reason why we have racism in the country is because people like yourself continuously spew lies. That's been un- that's not been proven that
2: they said anything.
1: I'm going by what the congressman heard as he was spit on. But but, but
2: oh, stop with the spit on. First of all, again, even if one person yelled out a racist thing, you uh, this is where I think that we are in the country right now. If something happens anywhere, it becomes. One hundred, like The Trayvon Martin thing, instead of one fucking guy killing another guy, became this story of race in the media. Just a giant story of race that people focused on every day as if it represented everyone. And it fucking did not. And then when people were saying, when Trayvon, well, does this mean it's open season on black people? No, it didn't mean that at all. It meant in this one case, this one person was found not guilty. I don't know why, and I, I, I do think it's a, a gigantic fucking leap that the media takes. But here's why I... I, I th- there's a couple things. that I think right now that the media is being run by my generation... Which is the last generation of, uh, you know, sh- of being able to shout out disco sucks, <laughs> um, the 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 last busing generation. I think if you compare my generation with uh, Molly and Shelby and Ba, it's fucking late years away that we've come. The the entire kind of Clinton soccer mom thing. I definitely think that was more racist than they thought they were. I think they they thought they were more liberal than they actually were. But I think even with young people, that a lot of young conservatives are less racist than even some liberals that came before them. I just think that we are, that there are progression in, in, in race. Um... But Fez's kind of statements, that you take one thing and blanket it, that's where the media is today. And that's why it, it, it appears that we're incredibly racist. Uh, Travis, you're on the Run of Fez show.
0: Hey, Fez, just curious. Um, you were talking about Tea Party members yelling racist remarks at senators. So there's been a million-dollar reward out for audio or video of that since it was reported. It's kind of funny. Nothing's ever came out. Would you would you like to explain that to me?
1: Well, also, the congressman that got spit on said he didn't want to press charges against anyone. Police
2: were looking... Okay, that, that, that's not what I asked you, Fed. That's you exactly was, what he said. No one saw this take place. You've taken one undocumented thing and called an entire political movement racist, Based on it. Um, here is um, here's Al. Al, you're on the run of Fez Show.
0: Hey, Fez. Um, you went on a tirade about Trayvon Martin. And I will call this reverse racism, but I've not heard one peep from you today about this poor Australian kid that was shot by three black kids because they were bored. Yeah, it's absolutely sick. Do you ever mention one thing? You you were you were crying and distraught for months over Trayvon Martin. You until well, I brought it up, you didn't mention it once. Why is that? Why were you so distraught for Trayvon and not for this Australian white kid?
4: Um,
1: I guess I didn't know as much about the Trayvon thing. I didn't even pay attention to until the second week in the trial. I guess I didn't know as much about the Australian thing.
2: I mean, you don't you don't see it, it's And it's not, not even funny. what we're talking about today. It's exactly what we're talking it's exactly, about. It's exactly what we're talking about. Where you see one fucking thing is racist and not the other is racist. And I believe that. I believe that you don't. But I also think because you haven't been fucking spoon-fed this. I will tell you how far off... And, I, and one of the problems I have, I hear from a lot of fucking white people who are constantly upset about this and that. Do you know how many people were fucking cocksure there was going to be a riot after the Trayvon Martin... And that you would see it like riot, riot, riot. Not only was there not a riot, but when they went out and did the marches with fucking Al Sharpton, there weren't even a lot of people there. Fucking Jay-Z showed up and there was only 200 people in New York. Jay-Z could never show up anywhere. And there's only fucking 200 people. Al Sharpton is not the big fucking leader that the media plays him out to be. If Al Sharpton says something, it doesn't mean that all fucking black people are saying it.
4: I think that race is definitely discussed more and brought up more. I don't know if people are more racist. They're certainly more likely to call someone a racist. Like,
2: the- I, I, And that's why I, I would not use the word that is discussed. It's yelled back and forth. There's a lot of finger pointing and surfacy type of stuff. But very rarely have we seen anything where people really sit down and talk about stuff.
1: I think another thing that makes it more blatant and more racist is during Obama's time in uh, in office, Twitter has gotten so much more prevalent than in 2008 when he was elected, and I think you see a lot of racism there that you just didn't see before.
2: You say that, but are you on Twitter?
1: No, I'm not on Twitter.
2: So what makes you think that there's more racism on Twitter than ever before?
1: It's a new avenue. It's it's Uh, something that that wasn't there before, is what I'm saying.
2: What I'm saying is you don't even look at it, right? So how do you know to make that statement?
1: Because there are things that come up in the news that...
2: Thank you. So here, Twitter, which is probably hundreds of millions of people or some crazy number. But they take 10 fucking racist tweets out, out of millions that go out every night, put them on the news, and then you can make the statement, Twitter shows how racist people are. It's probably less than one quarter of a percent ever that, that goes into this, and yet it is spoon fed to you where you can now say, Twitter shows how racist people are. It's only what we're putting our focus on at any time. Most people are not going to go on fucking Twitter and become involved in some kind of a racist argument back and forth. But they'll take that racist argument and put it in the fucking media for some reason
4: and people really want to prove that they're not racist like i saw a daily mail article i think it was that it just talking about the president he got a new dog and they were just talking about it and then the last line was just a little joke like oh and by the way none of the president's dogs are white colored but then every comment was just racist racist you're being racist um
2: 866 rot zero fez 866 rot zero fez uh, Nick in Baton Rouge.
0: Hey, Ronnie, what's going on, buddy? Yeah. It's, uh, you know, just to harp on the point and continue with it, it's almost sickening what the news decides to feed us. Um, they, they, they show a story like Trayvon Martin, and they label a racist act immediately, but we had a thing here in Baton Rouge not too long ago where a white family was beat up by an older black male because they were in the wrong neighborhood and never
2: saw national news. Well, you say that all you got to do is go to Drudge, which is probably <laughs> more what? To say that it isn't on MSNBC is not the same thing as saying it's not in fucking national news. If you go to Drudge, you would feel like this is 1968 and we're ready to break into riots. I'm here to tell you, I haven't seen any fucking riots. I hear a lot of people yelling about this and that. I, I haven't seen a lot of fucking riots. Um, here is Rich. Rich, here on the Run of Fez show.
7: Yeah, what's going on, guys? Listen, I got two things to say. First thing, okay, the only way to get rid of racism is to stop talking about it, okay?
2: That's the stop stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life.
7: Stop talking about radio. Yeah, Morgan Freeman said that himself in an interview, I think it was on 2020. You stop talking about it,
2: okay, and it will disappear. And you're totally—that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Of course not. You heard it from Fez that he said that he didn't view his parents as racist until it was time to uh, to judge them on whether or not they would make that move or not. They didn't have it in them. To me, the whole thing of suppressing speech and making sure. That you can't use certain, you know, terminology, or can't talk ter- talk about it, is the self censorship. I think just the opposite of stop talking about it. I say talk about it differently. Just fucking figure out a better way of talking about it, rather than taking some cliche thing that maybe you heard a half a second of, and then throwing it out there, or blanking, or blanketly calling. Uh, all the people in the Tea Party racist because of one heckle. One fucking heckle. Which happens more at a fucking sporting event than ever. You, you, you're you not going to a sporting event without hearing some kind of stupid heckle, and yet you're not going to judge everyone in the stadium on that. Um, here is uh, Howard in Oklahoma. You're on the Renafest Show.
0: Hey, thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, this shooting occurred one block from my house. Yeah, uh, you know, and it really hit close to home. I had rode my motorcycle past the point where this young gentleman was shot, probably three to four minutes prior. A very nice neighborhood. I think a lot of times we we look at we want to use the word hate crimes, uh, white versus black. I mean, when it boils right down to it, it's a hate crime against humanity. Would it get the same media attention if it was Oriental and Hispanic? Uh You know, it's just a sad situation as the society has come to this. Um, it's just unfortunate. Unfortunate. You know, that gentleman lost his life, but the three boys that were involved, the, you know, uh, they've wasted theirs as well. Uh, I think it boils down to parenting. uh from an early age, uh, doing the right thing. Uh, A lot of us use that phrase, do the right thing. And I think we've lost that. Spike Lee
2: did. You're quoting Spike Lee now. Uh, Yeah, I don't even, I mean, I don't think it takes an enormous amount of parenting for a person not to fucking shoot somebody arbitrarily. You know, none of us can fucking understand that. None of us get that. No one understands what kind of human being uh, hey, could fucking kill- do such a thing. Want
3: go kill someone outside later?
2: It's kind of hot out. I don't know. It is a little hot out there today. I know, Texas is fucking screwing up the weather. You had it perfect, and then you had to fuck with it again, didn't you? I <laughs> think going to turn around. All right, what are the what are people voting right now on the IBEK? Uh, is America more
3: racist since Obama became president? Fifty-five percent say no, same as it ever was, and maybe a little less. Forty-five percent say yes, racism is rearing its ugly head.
2: I think just certain parts of the media know that it's really good business. I will say this. I've never seen as many white people give in to the straight fear thing. in my, At least in my adult life. Where they're actually doing the, you know, we're going to be the minority soon. You know, the way this is looking, we're going to be the minority. I will tell you, I live in a city where white people are the minority in terms of non-whites and whites and you're much better off being a white person in new york city you've got it way better being a white person in new york city things just are nicer you know i don't think there's a this enormous thing to worry about whether well, that- or not there's more hispanic people <laughs> in 2055 or whatever people seem to be screaming about it 40 all the years left yeah
3: I guess uh, that fear was always there. It took Obama for people for people to realize it?
2: I, I don't know. I think a, a big part of it has to do with what people are fixing. Like, the the fact that Fez is saying, because of Twitter, we find out how racist people are. But when I ask him, where are these racist tweets, you're reading eight tweets that somebody from the media now chooses to focus on. If you would really go what the media focuses on on Twitter, Patton Oswalt would be bigger than Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> they, you know what I mean? You would honestly think that Patton Oswalt plays fucking stadiums when he goes out to do stand-up. He is, for some reason, there are certain people that they they love to go back to... Uh, and I'm, by the way, I'm not saying this is any uh, attack on Pat Oswalt. I think he's one of the funniest people in the world. But he seems to be, if you're going to write a Twitter story, pull his tweet out of all the people out there that are on it. Uh, and then find whatever racist or misogynistic tweet. All you have to do... Is put Twitter on while you're watching a football game. Oh god. To see that most people aren't really paying attention or understand. Or Saturday Night Live, where they decide whether sketches are funny or not within the first five to six seconds. This blows. Uh this fat fuck again. <laughs> um here is um here's Kevin. Kevin, you're on the Run of Fest show.
0: Good morning, sir. Hey, I'm going to attack this using Fezzy logic. Bear with me. His dad always voted Democrat until Obama ran. Does that mean all Democrats are racist?
1: No, because the Democrats elected him.
2: I, I, I will, will say that there turned out to be more racism in the Democratic Party, I think, uh, than was suspected by them. That's for sure. They should hold the a mirror up to their faces. And then fucking do those rails, right? Yeah. <laughs> Cut them up. The only thing fucking Hicks sees in a mirror is his own nostrils. I don't know what you're talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, here's Shane in Lexington. You're on the Run-A-Face show.
0: What's up, fellas? Yeah. Great show. Hey, it uh is- I use some logic here. Just keep it really pure and simple. These guys that are that are crying this racist BS, they're they're using it as a crutch to be relevant when they're not relevant, like Al Sharpton at all. So it's basically, you know, just a crutch. Uh, I
2: yeah. look. I, I don't know any fucking thinking person. Whoever thought, hey, Al Sharpton came up with something interesting. The. Only people that sp- seem to pay a huge amount of attention to Al Sharpton are white, fearful people. I don't ever hear a lot of... Be- I- I'm stunned that MSNBC ever picked them up. Stunned. Uh, and it's one of the reasons that I never find myself going to that uh, channel. I may... Uh, join Hicks with the Al Jazeera channel.
3: Al Jazeera, United States version.
2: I can't find it on my cable yet, though.
3: <laughs> I believe it used to, it, what used to be current TV, Al Gore's channel, is where Al Jazeera should be. So it's way up. That's way up. Yeah, channel. it's like
2: in the 900s. Yeah. <laughs> I just found Z, uh, Regis on the 123. Nice. I'm obsessed with watching his train wreck show so far. <laughs> <laughs> I just want everyone to shut up and let Regis talk. They're talking over the men,
3: they fucking getting up in his shit.
2: He doesn't really get a lot of time and for some reason they want him to be, you know, the anchor instead of the opinionated guy. They are
3: fucking up. Uh, I mean he's, he should go to Al Jazeera they'll really give him a fucking voice.
2: I like to see Al Jazeera versus Al Jazeus. Egypt's in turmoil. Uh, Ryan, you're on The Run and Face Show.
0: Hey, guys. How you guys doing? Yeah. Hey, uh, I I got a problem with all this racial stuff just because they have the NAACP. Nobody complains about it or anything else like that. But let's say Hicks goes out and starts one just for white people. All of a sudden, Hicks is a racist.
2: Well, so what are you saying? That there's never been an Irish-American club or an Italian-American club?
0: Well, yeah, I I understand that. There's but tons I mean, of them at, at at the level of the NAACP, I mean, they push the issue. You no, know, you don't. You don't see anybody else going out there saying it.
2: Yeah, of I course mean, you do. I just brought you up that the Polish American clubs are going to pay attention to Polish issues.
0: Well, I mean, the NAACP back in that, that Zimmerman case. In the case, I mean, I listen to it. I mean, I work outside all day on my satellite radio. I listen to it, mm-hmm. the whole thing. And, and during the trial, they said that you know Zimmerman called him the N-word. Well, you know what? He sat there and called Zimmerman a cracker. How is that not racist?
2: You're missing the point here. The NAACP was not involved in the trial at all. And the side, wow. I guess you wanted Zimmerman to be let free, right?
0: But no, I, I think I think there was definitely something wrong. I mean, something happened. I mean, did he have to shoot the kid? Probably not.
2: Right, so I don't understand what you are discussing with that. The
0: well, the 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 NAACP had the parents' backs at the end of that trial.
2: And what good did it do? How powerful is the NAACP? I don't know. I, I there's never been a time in my life where I felt like I was under the thumb of the NAACP. Or I'd ever said, you know, it's a powerful organization, the NAACP. I've never seen it. It's a very... um, uh, And the same thing for Al Sharpton. The juice Al Sharpton has seems to come more from the people who hate him than whatever actual followers. When he was here in New York, he would just keep calling out the same old church ladies. Mm -hmm. And they're not really all those difference in the old church ladies that they bust out in front of an abortion (laughs) clinic. It's some older women who just... The church made us get in the bus and go here and we'll do it. He's never had a lot of fucking juice. Never. And yet his name gets brought up all the time as if he did. It's bullshit. You're being fucking played. Um... 866-RON-0-FEZ. 866-RON-0-FEZ. Here's Paul in Virginia. You're on the Run and Fez show. Hi, guys. Yeah.
0: Uh, So my biggest question I wanted to ask is out of everything that's labeled racist today, how much of it is actually oppressive racism and how much of it is just ridiculousness and publicity stunts and just... Do we really want to consider what a 16-year-old kid is putting in 140 characters as a racist? It's,
2: it's a really big uh, truism to that, is that you're never, when these media stories go out to show you how racist people are, the, sometimes it's just young, dumb kids or older, ridiculous people. And then you see the amount of followers that they had. This is something they would have said in their own living room and probably been heard by more people. And yet, somebody from the media will pick up ten of these and put them out there.
3: Yeah, whenever anything happens, it doesn't matter literally what it is, is—in entertainment, right. sports, whatever, they love just collecting them <laughs> and having a nice story.
2: Fez hasn't said anything since he got shot down with the Tea Party was racist.
1: I still think they were. They attacked the uh, black, uh, uh, Black Congressional Caucus.
2: So everything we've been saying all this time, you just never thought to, like, do a rebuttal to us, but you just clammed in and kept it tight. All right. Well, the important thing is this. There's always been fucking stupid people in this country, but I certainly don't know if the lid's blowing off. As bad as people are acting like. I think it was there. It's just in print now.
3: Instead of being said amongst whatever. Dudes at the bar or work or wherever it may be said. Now it's just, it's printed on a fucking website.
2: It's also interesting to me to hear saying no one is talking about that Australian kid get killed when I see it everywhere. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. It's plastic. It's, it's a huge story. But
2: they're not talking about it. <laughs> yeah, but the, I don't know what... You know what I mean? I don't know how you could say it's everywhere, and yet people aren't talking about it. It's
3: in every newspaper.
2: Um, Here's Jake in Philly. You're on the run Fish show.
0: Hey, Pat, I just wanted to ask you a question. Is racism only one way? Because... It only seems like we only hear about racism when it's uh, against black or, or, or generally white versus someone else. But you never hear about it the other way. And, and that's why I think it's it's, it's loaded. It's a loaded bullcrap. I mean, could you not agree with me on that? Because if I ask you how many racism cases do you know, besides, obviously Trayvon and everything, and everybody has their opinions about that. But realistically, come on. It was obviously a whole media frenzy over it. And you saw what happened. But shit happened. But but,
2: let, but why time. can't we get around to admitting this? The media frenzy, why can't we say that it does not fucking represent us? And why are you joining in with the media frenzy? I, I thought it was amazing that Everyone came up with these opinions uh, about the Trayvon Martin case at all. I don't know why people suddenly treated it as if it was a, a TV show. Out of all the cases that we had, why that one? Even down to the cases of black people killing white people, white people killing black people. Just that one. Why did that make such good TV? Why did suddenly... You couldn't run into anybody who didn't act like they weren't an expert on it.
1: That one ended up getting the national attention when it went
2: to the White House. So you're now blaming the President of the United States? No,
1: I thought... Uh, when the Attorney General of the United States decided what? to look into it, I thought that was a, good, a very good thing.
2: Why doesn't he look into what's happening in the south side of Chicago? Why aren't we freaked out right now that people in the south side of Chicago can't be fucking free? They can't live a free life like everyone else. They cannot send their kids to the goddamn supermarket without worrying they're going to get fucking killed. I don't know why we're not blown away by that. If anything, I consider that racism. Where we're acting like, well, that's a black neighborhood that happens there. Yeah, black people are killing black people in a black neighborhood. I I think it's the most unacceptable thing we have happening in this country right now. And I honestly think if we as a country focused on cleaning up that area and making those people feel safe and being able to focus on that saying, look how great this is doing, we would make the people of this country feel like we could do anything. I honestly believe that. Chris, I got to say, this we're in this conversation, and yet every four to five minutes you go back and check on that ass. There's sure no there. reason for it. There's came, no bu- reason, and it occasionally will throw off my concentration.
3: It, this will bring the races together.
2: I think you might be somewhat of a sex addict where you <laughs> feel the need.
3: <laughs> I'm going to close that out. Just so you know, I don't have it in front
2: of me. I, it might be off the site now, then. might be gone. Oh! Just minimize it. We'll look at it later. <laughs> um, I just feel like people in this country should relish some of these conversations, rather than get so panicked and fearful about them. They should think, "Here's our opportunity to do things that our parents and our forefathers never got the opportunity to really settle." we could do this. Instead of panicking and screaming racism and having very little that we're basing it on other than certain sections can we all agree that that this fucking Martin guy killing Drayvon is a weird aberration that's not something that any of us see any part of the day. I, I, I'll tell you this This thing yesterday, where the person was hit by a cab, and people come from all over to help someone that they don't know, someone covered in blood, someone bleeding out, people who don't have medical training are trying to figure out how to make a tourniquet and how to save somebody's life. And then feeling that great feeling of afterwards of, holy shit, we didn't know what we were doing But our hearts were in the right place and we pulled it off. We did something good. And then having that great feeling, we could have that all the time. It's right there. We could fucking solve problems if we want to in this country without finger pointing, but about being the people who dove in. These are people who were not trained for this job. Would have stepped out of the way at any point to let somebody else take over but since there wasn't anyone who was an expert, they just said, I'm going to do it. I'll, I'll do it. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to help. You could do that in this country. You don't have to panic all the time and feel like we're fucked. We're not fucked. Stop being a fucking baby and crying. Stop living a life of fear. Just cut it out. Um here's Luke. Luke here on the Run a Face Show.
0: Hey, good morning guys. How's yeah. everybody doing? Good. Hey, I I just wanted to say that, you know, it almost seems like the media's goal is to create this kind of divisive atmosphere in society. I think, you know, if you take a look at Fox News and MSNBC, for example, it's almost like everybody has to pick their side and nobody wants to be on the losing end of the argument. And that kind of just perpetuates and has to be able to the fire for like the social landscape that we're talking about today. I mean
2: I will will tell you what the job of the media is because I've worked in the media it's to keep you watching through the commercial that's it they have no other agenda whether it's MSNBC Fox CNN it's to keep you watching and right now you can sell the fear aspect you can sell that More than the aspect that I was talking about of, hey, here's some real problem solving by people who weren't even up to solve problems. It makes a lot more sense of that it's 11 o'clock, do you know where your children are? What is in your house that is going to kill you? Every stranger's a pedophile. That's what sells because you're fucking buying it. I... Can't tell you how little of fucking cable news that I watch, and probably I watch more of it as we get closer to an election than any other time because you're just like, okay, I got to see what's going on now.
3: Well, I feel like on the, on the 24-hour on the channels, a lot of the news is just there. There isn't much like someone there reporting the news where it's more like just like half-hour, hour-long shows talking heads giving opinions it's
2: commentary it's not news yeah it is commentary i brought this up before i thought vice does a, a more of a no, news story <laughs> seriously going into a place and trying to find the narrative there than i see on the cable news networks i learned more about what the the actual problems were in the south part of chicago than i did anywhere else and in watching that, I thought, "Hey, if we all pulled together, we could help these people, and we could we could make this part of America a better place." I honestly think that if we wanted to, we could clean that problem up in no time. Um. Here is uh, here's Adam. Adam, you're on the Renfro Show.
3: Hey, buddy.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, when I worked at Frito-Lay Incorporated, which parent company is PepsiCo, mm-hmm.
8: um,
0: They, when we get the, the stock report and the breakdown of the corporation uh, every year, they reported when we were looking at the board of directors that Al Sharpton was on the board of directors, and I can't be quoted on this, but he was getting paid over a million dollars a year, almost $2 million a year, to be on the board of directors, and what I would assume, since we've never gotten anything from him at the corporation, just in case something with the race uh, card ever came up.
2: I don't know anything about that uh, story at all. Um, I'm not doubting what you're saying, but what he's saying is that it was basically a payout to make sure how can we be racist? We got Al Sharpton here. Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, MSNBC was able to do it by giving Al Sharpton a TV show. Not when you could ever say the guy really puts on a great TV show. Uh, Andy, you're on the run of Fez show.
0: Hey Fez, so you say it's uh, you say the Tea Party's racist because. Uh, a couple members of the Tea Party yelled racist comments to a, a black congressman. I, how would that be any different from me taking that case out in Oklahoma and saying all black people are murderers because some black kids killed a white kid?
1: It's. I think it's a different thing. How? It's because what? the black kids, as I look at the story, picked a random target. They never targeted him because he was white, that I've heard of. Yeah, they, but they were the looking point. for anyone I, to kill, I, I, which uh, doesn't excuse it. It's uh, oh, sick.
2: Okay, let me give you this as a sign of racism. Because the guy is white is the only reason you fucking heard of it. Do you understand what I'm saying? No. You're not at. You're, at anytime a black kid is killed in a fucking drive by, you're not even aware of it, let alone moved by it. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Yeah. The fact is. You have to go back if you're going to really look at racism and say to yourself, where is the vast majority of black people and the vast majority of white people and Hispanic people on any issue? Most of the time, people just want to get by. Most of the time, people just want to make it to the weekend and hang out with their family a little bit. It's a fucking lie to say otherwise. It's crazy to me how we feel like we can take any one story and now act like that's representative of everybody else. I'll give you another point where people talk about the power of Fox News, right? How many viewers does Fox News have a day? Well, look it up for me, Chris, Why we're doing this. Because they are by far the number one cable news network, no one would ever doubt that at all. So Chris is going to... 3.3
3: million people daily.
2: uh, 3.3 million people daily. And you can make a lot of money doing that, and all the people who uh, work at that network and run that network are doing a bang-up job as broadcasters, uh, they're number one. And when people say, we need to get rid of Fox News or not... There's over 300 million people a day who don't watch Fox News. 300 million people who don't watch Fox News every day. So how are they so powerful? They're only powerful because you're just hearing these echoes back and forth. You're living in a fucking fantasy world by acting like some of these... And and by the way, with Al Sharpton, he gets half of that if... He's much lower than them. So how does Al Sharpton have all this heat? Al Sharpton called for this thing. Oh, Trayvon, we're all going to go out and do this. No one showed up at 100 different cities. They gets put up all of the, No one showed up at any of these things. Handfuls of people. Um, here is Mike. Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show.
0: Hey, guys. Uh, love the show. Thanks. I uh, sell agricultural farm products down here in Florida, and uh, I hear a lot more uh, really mean-spirited comments about Obama than I ever did Clinton. But basically, they have the same views. And, uh, of course, I'm kind of dealing with a lot of country folk.
8: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but uh, I don't remember, and I was a salesman then, too, sold the same stuff. I don't remember near the hatred or the, uh, or like I say, just the meanness uh, when it came to Bill Clinton.
2: And, and, and look, don't get me wrong. Uh, there is racism in this country, there will always be racism. There's also levels of racism. Uh, I don't think we're ever going to be, hey, I can't get along with those people. Any more than Hicks is suddenly going to think that Boston... You know, Hicks is kind of prejudiced <laughs> against Boston yeah. based on Red Sox fans. Fuck so we are going to always have a certain amount of that. But also, Clinton did not have to battle the full thing of Fox News. It was only ver- there at the very end with the Drudge and Fox News coming in at the end of Clinton. And that's where the sex scandals came up that they fucking hammered him on.
3: And Drudge is the guy who broke... Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, but I think in New York City or, or in the north, uh, you might not uh, feel it as much. But I think it's plenty of uh, plenty prevalence still uh, in the south.
2: Okay, my friend. I appreciate All right. you calling. you. Good. Um, and I don't know, I think there becomes a certain... Sur- Look, I have white liberal friends who I, I hear being uh, racist more now. But I, I very rarely believe... The label... There's certain labels I don't fucking believe in. One is libertarian. I think there's very few people who call themselves libertarian that were ever liberal. And soccer moms. The Clinton soccer moms, I think, were far more conservative (laughs) than they were liberal. And that that, that really... You know, some of those people who voted for... uh, Democratic people aren't as liberal as you think, aren't as progressive as you think. They tend to be progressive about a couple of things. Um, we were talking about the next election. And the Republican Party is in this thing of, do they run another somewhat progressive candidate, or do they give in? The last two guys have been fairly liberal that they ran. McCain and Romney, four Republicans, were far more progressive. Now, they had that kind of act like they weren't when they went through certain parts of the country. <laughs> but no one would ever say that those guys were really, you know, dyed-in-the-wool conservatives. Uh, Chris Christie's name uh, came up, who is a Republican that a lot of Democrats can live with. You're not going to agree with them on everything, but if you're a Democrat, you don't agree with Obama on everything either. Uh, Fez said that he wouldn't vote on Chris Christie because of
1: gay issues.
2: One issue, just the one that focused to him. A lot of times, we will blow off everything about a person if they disagree with us on one simple thing. Uh, Hicks is not rooting for, uh, not voting uh, for a Democratic uh, mayoral candidate in New York because he grew up a Red Sox fan, and he said he's staying a Red Sox fan.
3: Yeah, fuck him. He's done. He's dead to me.
2: He may have my vote based on that alone. Really? (laughs) Yeah.
3: What about Wiener?
2: Wiener already, as they say, (laughs) shot himself in the dick.
3: (laughs) I'm still holding out hope.
2: (gasps) (sighs) Here's uh, William. You're on the Run of Fez show.
7: Yeah, uh, Ronnie. Hey, Fez. How's it going? I guess you know the the the, really the two points I wanted to make was was number one you know I don't really consider Fox you know I'm an I'm a registered independent I don't really consider Fox as relevant as as people you know want to make it out to be I think that because you know in some respects it's the it's the only true or truer conservative. Uh, uh media outlet, so therefore it gets a lot of attention because half the country is conservative I guess based on the way that we vote. Sure. So you know I, you know, I think that, that it gets way more attention and way more criticism than it actually deserves just because of that. but I think the point I really wanted to make was that racism you know in and of itself, you know you know how you you know how it's defined, I think that ultimately, you know, racism is is really something that in our country has been more determined by the way people feel victimized by it. But that I think a lot of people, you know, are more comfortable mm. accepting that victim status to achieve their own goals. You know, to 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 put themselves in a position or, or to somehow in, in a way. Say, oh well, you know, I've been a victim all my life. I'm black, or I'm gay, or whatever. And hey, everyone's against me. So you know
2: what? And and I I will agree with you. But let me ask you this: In your life, do you ever remember white people feeling as and crying the victim thing themselves as much as they're doing now? I have my Uh, I I hear from white people all the time who are are telling me that somehow the world has turned sour on them.
6: financial,
7: Ronnie. I think that's completely based on, on, on economics.
2: It, it may be financial, but they're still better off than a lot yeah. of the people that they're bitching about. I don't think yeah. that you would want to fucking trade places. Yeah. I don't know. I just think we're fucking whining so much in this uh, country. Uh, Mark, you're on the run of fed show. Mark, go ahead.
0: I think uh, you had a, a really interesting part about the, the labels. Uh, I think the only relevant label is not whether someone's racist. It's, it's whether they're an asshole or douchebag or not. And I mean, when I hear Al Sharpton as much as Michelle Bachman talk, I think, man, those people need a dick in their mouth and just need to chill out, man. Because I'm not hearing anything relevant. It's all just drivel, man. It's really, we should, anytime someone says this guy's a racist, we should take a step back and say, wait, is that guy an asshole or not? Or is that woman an asshole or not? And that's more relevant than, you know, any other label we can give somebody.
2: Um, I, there are certain things that are considered uh, good TV. And most people aren't good TV. So anyone that you see on TV is not a regular person. Even if they tell you they're they're in show business, whether you like it or not. If you're on the Today Show, hosting the Today Show, you're in show business. You're a performer, right? You're able to let people at home know, hey, I'm your friend. You know what I mean? Come I'm, on in. Uh, yeah, come on in. Spend some time with us, and here's some great products we'd like to sell you. <laughs>
3: be great for you. Get this car.
2: Fez, after you made your thing today, you've been a little thrown off after your initial statement took so much heat.
1: Yeah, I didn't want to make it about me. I wanted to make it about what we were talking about.
2: Well, you've only really made the one statement when you called the Tea Party racist. And then when the fucking dam broke, you've been quiet ever since. Fez will get very loud and confident and outgoing when it's time for him to do his live read later. Because really that's why he's here, to promote products. And that is true of everybody who's in show business and or the media. Other than, I guess, the NPR and uh, PBS guys. But later they try to tell you that they're good guys and buy the tote bag off of them for $95. Please keep us on the air. (laughs) Keep us on the air right now. If you call in right now, I've got a tote bag and I'm going to put a CD in it. Well, that's worth fucking 12 bucks. Why am I paying 95? It's just incentive, man. They're just looking for that, that
3: sweet cash.
2: I will... um I'll, I'll give you an interesting thing here just from uh the Interabang and people sending us stories. And tons of people sent in the story about... um The Australian guy being shot. No one said in the story that in the I think it was last eighty hours, Baltimore has had twenty more people die there than in Chicago. Does anybody know about that at all? I didn't know about that killing spree that's been taking place in Baltimore. Nope. No one is upset. And going, what are we going to do about the people of Baltimore? We don't give a fuck about that. Oh. By the way, a lot of good The Wire did, huh? <laughs> it was a
3: good show. But kids are still going to be on those corners. Selling that rock.
2: Um... Let's take a break here. We got a lot to get to today. Shelby's got something called watch this because it's better than that, which seems very aggressive to me. Very unlike us. Don't you watch that. Watch this. Shelby's bringing it. I know I want to get to Fez today too. Is there anything on your mind, Fez?
1: Yet there was a poll out about time travel that I found very interesting. Where it We're was... doing it now?
2: And we can wait till after the break. No. I meant we're doing time travel now. No. Still hasn't happened. I'll push happened. up this fucking break forever. I don't care about it. <laughs> no, we have to, we have, you know. That's just talking about time travel. We've finally discovered it. Fuck.
1: Not yet. Forward just where people would want to go in time. Where? If you could, go, The question was if you could go to any decade in the 20th century. Yes. People wanted to go to the decade where they were in their 20s mm. at that point. Which I found just ridiculous. Why go to a place that you've already been to if you get to time travel?
2: Because for most people, their 20s were are They had everything going for them except for wisdom. And now they want to go back to that and beat it with the wisdom of, that they've learned. That's why people think about high school and college all the time because they think, fuck, I wish I had the shot to do it again because I know how to beat it now.
1: They're just going to be the same age that they were when they time traveled.
2: Right. They like the idea of that. They like the idea of thinking, I have a 22-year-old body and if I could go back there now and make the right decisions, everything would have been great in my life.
1: See, I would want to go like to the 1920s. Just see some sort of hit point in history in America.
2: Okay. That I hadn't seen before. Fez Watley from the nineteen twenties. W- would you stay for the depression or would you bounce around twenty-eight? I'd stay in the early twenties. How do you stay there? Just keep going then <laughs> in twenty-three go back to twenty-one? <laughs>
3: No, and, I would only go back to the early 20s before I came back. You can't go back. because You're, you're going to be there. There'll be two copies of you.
2: I wonder how we could talk about something, say, here's where we'll go with it. And then, were you aware? Were you see how different that went yeah. from the what? When he came in with it? All right. Why don't we take that uh, break now? Okay. And we will uh, be back. In just a couple minutes, I know we got a lifeboat today. And Chris Stanley's got a new game for, show for us as mm-hmm. well. I got a game. We'll be right back. It's Ranfest. The
3: Ron and Fest Show. On
0: the
8: OP Anthony Channel. Serious XM. <laughs> You've been warned.
2: It's a round of face show. Going kind a of different way with your artist uh, of the day today, huh? Throwing up a little Maynard. Well, you've gotten people very happy and excited about it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Finally, you're starting to please the people, Chris.
3: Oh, there are a lot of tool fans out there. Had yeah, people worship Maynard, and, and even his documentary about wine. Rocumentary. There's a little bit of rock in it. Mm-hmm. Mostly wine talk.
2: Right. But did you notice that farm was kind of rocky? It's
3: bad for telling it.
2: I see your little shove couldn't wait to get out of the room, huh? He had to use the bathroom. He has a small bladder. Bad News Jeff wrote Why didn't Fez ever bring up the iBang to, to back up his racism claim It would have been a good one It would have been a good argument to have Rather than just sitting there uh, Rorschach brought up this about Tool. Well, this is another insanely popular band That I've never been able to get into Liz sets fire Says fuck yes Thank you. Cool, I'm glad Liz is happy. Uh, great playlist, as always, but isn't today the 21st? What, do we have the wrong date up on the thing? No, it's twenty. Oh, yeah, we have August 20. Oh. I didn't even notice that. All right, it is the Ron and Fez show. Chris Stanley, I've ignored you and your... Point of view all morning. I've been on a fucking soapbox.
3: Killing it too, boss. Uh, I don't think so.
2: I'm just fucking yelling into the wind one more time. Just yelling at the fear of fucking mongers. Stop being so fearful. Stop, th- stop eating the fear of fucking sandwiches that you're being sold.
3: They only want fear sandwiches.
2: Fear is easy because then you go, I can't. I can't do it.
3: Douse do it mayo. for me.
2: Fix it for me. Just slathered in fear, man. I'm sorry, I didn't know. I'm sorry, I didn't know what I was supposed to do. You do it. What's going on in your mind?
3: Uh, Early this morning, Bradley Manning, the guy uh, busted for giving all these secret documents to WikiLeaks. had his day in court and 35 years in prison. Out of a possible 90. So I thought they were going to throw the book at him completely. He's got 35 years. He's up for parole in the third of that. So in about 12 years, he's up for parole. And he's already got three and a half years in. So really, this guy's not doing too bad. Nine years. Let's say, best case scenario, mm-hmm. he gets nine years, gets out of the first parole hearing. He was looking like 135 years at one point, And death. Good for you, Bradley Manning, for doing some hard time in a military prison. <laughs> they also brought up that he, um, they gave him, uh... Easier time so he could actually live his life once he gets out, since he's only 25 years old.
2: Nice. That is nice. Shouldn't every guy get that consideration? <laughs> well, I mean, let's face it. Uh, they said that his stuff did no damage. They went back and said no one was, you know, hurt or whatever because of this. And most Americans even refuse to read into any of the stuff that happened.
3: Yeah, a lot of people were just like, oh my god, there's secret documents that we could get But I don't know anyone who actually download them
2: No, most people said they're after our freedoms Bradley Manning's sucking away our freedoms The 9-11s tried to kill our freedoms
3: And Bradley Manning's just part of a 9-11er?
2: we got to beat them
3: 9-11s They're not good people Mm-mm. They brought the buildings down
2: But then Shelby doesn't even remember because he was too little
3: that's the fuck. That's every. <laughs> it's happened. Happening now. Every intern class. It freaks me the fuck out.
2: Now that he dashed out the way that he did on the show today, I probably won't be inviting him back in at any point. There's two things he did. Number one, he dashed out of here today, like a puss, and two, not taking another shot because he doesn't think Molly. No, I can't respect. I have a lot of respect.
3: I th- I thought you just had to go to the bathroom.
2: Has he got some kind of real internal problems? I don't know. I mean, if he's still down there.
3: Pips, see if, he's, see if he's shitting and vomiting.
2: Maybe he uh, has a Pips that's up to, You know what? That's up to him, Pips. He will not have to chase. Pips is able to hold it. <laughs> Pips is actually... Uh, does a thing that is like... I've never seen... In a long time, have a producer who was just like on his own almost like the way a sniper is treated in the army where they have to have a certain trust the hawk is the last one that we trusted with that and the hawk used to do this back at uh, he was such a great producer shit we might be able to get shell bin with the hawk too
3: oh yeah okay
2: we got to give him a call all right but here's the thing that happened Hawk used to stand in front of, uh, in, behind Fez, right? Yeah. And those two would work like in conjunctu- conjuncture. And this is when you had to physically grab carts. Oh, okay. Right, to do stuff. And physically grab stuff for, you know, drops and stuff. He and Fez work so good together that I always had it in my head that Fez runs an excellent board. Since the Hawk left, you know Fez doesn't go for music or things. Because Hawk would put stuff in his hands and work with them. Be kind of they were almost like the giant with the the guy working you know, sitting on his shoulders. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. So much that I could not tell the two of them apart. That's crazy. They worked phenomenally together. Um and then uh, you know, once we went to i C I'd be like Hey, why aren't we doing the... What happened to that music thing? Where's those music beds that used to come in? Mm -hmm. What about the rejoinder? We never would think of them again. Oh,
3: that was the hawk.
2: Yeah. That was the hawk. Now he's soaring
3: away elsewhere.
2: Well, Hudson Hawk. I still think that him and Fez worked perfect. They they were at their best together.
3: Um, I wanted to be Fez's hawk. Uh, did you really? Yeah. Well, I think fucking everyone should be trying to help Fez get that brain together. That
2: was a weird thing for you to just to say out of nowhere like that. Yeah, I like the scuba diver who tried to smuggle pot.
3: It's a good idea.
2: to be a Come on, man. Well, I'm. Mean, see, the thing is, how many guys you think pulled this off without getting caught? Yeah. This might have happened all the time, but they finally caught a dude.
3: <laughs> I mean, those are are
2: fat, eight fat pounds of fucking weed. But how far did he have to go in Lake Michigan? I I mean, he didn't start on the fucking shores of Canada (laughs) and try to swim all the way under.
3: Yeah, there's no way you're going to have enough fucking air. Fuck that. Uh, It was via the St. Clair River. They didn't say the actual, well, actually how long he was underneath.
2: Maybe this shit goes down all the time like this.
3: I've heard of people just boating it over. Just They're in a they're in the fucking boat, and they just come, back, come through with fucking shitloads of
2: weed. Yeah, well, you know, this ain't the Rio Grande. We don't fucking panic <laughs> when we're lucky Canada the way we do at Mexico. Uh, Weinsteins are bringing first-run films to Netflix starting in 2016. And everybody's acting like this is the best thing in the world. It goes back, for me, though, that we are not going to get good movies in the theater anymore. I don't even find myself in movie discussions with people. It's it's. I feel like
3: Hollywood doesn't care about American box office anymore. Like it's no longer it's. Like look at this summer. The last like five or six films that were considered bombs. They all made money. They all pretty much doubled what their budget was. But it was all fucking overseas. The vast majority of if a the movie was one hundred thirty million, it made sixty million here, but it made. 200 million overseas. So
2: they don't Okay, care. if that's the case, then stop loading up our theaters with your shitty movies. <laughs> just release them overseas instead of clogging up our fucking theaters with your terrible monsters versus robot movies.
3: And that's all of them. And they're just and and since that's making money, technically they are making money off all of these things. They're going to keep doing it.
2: Uh Snowy, you're on the run of show.
0: Hey, you mentioned Hawk and Fez working so well together. Was it kind of like the Master Blaster character from Beyond Thunderdome?
2: Yeah, it was exactly Master Blaster. That's exactly what it was.
0: Which one was Master, which one was Blaster? That's the thing
2: that I can't figure out to this day. And then, you know, then I was always thinking, you know, and I only came up with thinking about that later. Well, why don't we just put the Hawk behind the board and see how he would have done by himself and move Fez over into, you know, co-hosting position. But this is why people want to time travel. They want to go back, experiment, and think, see if they could have fixed the present.
3: Can't wait for that day when the time travel machine finally gets made.
2: There's a piece up on the iBang about how much TV stars are paid. I didn't even read over this, did you? Chris.
3: A, l- a lot of them are making big bank, as yeah. I want to say. They're. um. $20 million a year, a lot of people are making.
2: 20 to $50 million a year. Uh-huh. Well, you got to bring in that money. Uh, hey, Tony, you're on the Run The Fez show.
0: Hey, Ronnie, I love the show, That's and we plan all of our road trips around it, and the unfortunate thing is my daughter's turned three, and she dropped the F-bomb in preschool the other day, and I just have to ask Pepper if he would just try hard to quit dropping the F-bomb every other word.
3: Oh, come on, man. I, did a I love you, Pat. I love you,
0: Pat. That's it's just weird. every other word. I counted up one day when I was taking a four-hour drive, and you said the F word like 500 times
2: or something like that. Yeah, people do count.
3: People that, count, no. That was the birthday show, 600. 600 and change. Don't remember many of them. Shelby, where were you?
4: I know. Stomach.
2: Stomach turning. I don't think so. I think he's lying to us. I thought you were going in the bathroom when you told me. He was me. not in the bathroom. Oh, Shelby. Shelby. I'll, I'll know, because uh, I was down there and talking with Hampson uh Johnny Tubestakes. Oh. Handsome Johnny Tubestakes told me that he stopped by and was just listening to us yesterday. And I go, why don't you come in, Handsome Johnny? He goes, dude, sometimes I just want to listen.
3: <laughs> but he can be so. in it. Be no, in the mix. Man.
2: No, just want to listen. Tubestakes... You're always
3: welcome. I wish you could get back together with Brazilian Julie. They were the power couple.
2: They seemed like they were going places. Straight to that bedroom. That's what I heard. That's gross. <laughs> You're always involved in other people's sexuality. <laughs> no, I'm not. So where were you really? Did you get scared in here and have to run out? Yeah, I just guys. Why did you have to look over at Chris? Did Chris give you to get out? Did he tell you to get out? <laughs>
4: Yes, if we're being all honest here. Putting it on the table. Is
2: that right? That's the game you play, Chris? Just I'm not playing
3: no games. There's no games being played here. At all.
4: I don't know who to go with. Mom or dad here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's no mother or father.
4: There are three dads.
2: It's a weird situation. A mom, a dad, and a grandma. <laughs> Uh, Frank, you're on the run of Fudge show.
0: Hey, I'm just going to stand up for, for a yeah, hamburger. Uh, he, that guy you just called, Chris is not his kid's parent. That guy is his parent. Say whatever the fuck you want, dude.
2: All right, Frank please. Rick. There's children listening. Come on. Come on, Frank. There's children listening. You potty mouth holding. I'm holding, yeah. I'm holding a baby them, right now. But the fudge, oh, man. Go. I do like when people said fudge. Or shut the and front door. I like when people say ice holes.
3: <laughs> Those are all good HG double hockey sticks
2: What was the thing that they uh, Use with uh, You know what happens when you try to fuck a man in the ass They When they put it on TV They use some crazy Thing for it You probably find it online I might want to start to switch people around. I might put Shelby in that position and move <laughs> you over into the old Hawk Fez Master Blaster <laughs> position.
4: I know when they play uh, Snakes on a Plane, they change motherfucking plane to like monkey fighting plane. <laughs> I like that even better.
2: I like that even better. Uh, Tom, you're on the Run Fez show.
0: Yeah, two things real quick,
3: Ron. First of all, I back up that last caller. Uh, Pepper's got to let his fuck flag fly. Oh,
2: come on, this baby's listening. That
3: guy, you're screwing that guy over. Hey, that
0: that that guy should not have a 3-year-old kid listening to an adult show number 1. And number 2, come on, Ron. You know Hawk was making those musical picks. Fez has no musical reference to
2: draw upon. It did change a lot. What I seen, but you know, rather than making a big deal out of it, I think Sirius should just think to themselves, we need a guy like Hawk in this business. Actually, he was working over here for a while, pre-us coming. Oh. And then he got a better offer.
3: Nice, good work, Hawk.
2: But if we can't get you here, we might try to hook you up with the Hawk. He, uh, his thing now is they kind of do those radio prep services. I don't even know what they are anymore, but they actually make their own comedy yeah. and send it out to the people in the heartland. And then they probably give them those fake phone calls, those breakup phone calls that you always hear on <laughs> top 40 morning shows. They're always actors. War of the Roses type things. Exactly what they are. But my secretary got it, not you. Oh, shit. Your stuff's going to be on the lawn. No, honey. Keith, you're on the Run of show.
0: You see what happens, Larry, when you find a stranger in the
2: Alps? Yeah, that's it. Instead <laughs> of fucking stranger in the ass. You see what happens, Larry? Uh, here is uh, Brian, an FLA.
6: Hey, boys. Uh, you guys were talking about the scuba diver who was smuggling weed. So? Uh, that shit <laughs> happens every single day. My cousin, he works in Miami. He's a police officer or something like that. I don't know his title. But what they do is they'll actually have boats with full of weed and they, they fill, they go get and get the boats, whether it be scuba divers or airplanes or helicopters or something, and they actually
0: abandon the boat. And it's my cousin's job to actually uh, bust
2: these guys every day. His fucking job should just be getting new boats for himself. You must
4: feel like such an idiot coming out of the water in <laughs> <laughs> your flippers and your tank. All the guys are just there
2: waiting for you. Oh, <laughs> oh God, it's always embarrassing. Stepping over rocks. And anything, anything where you're busted because somebody else outsmarted you is the dumbest thing ever. I don't think there's anything dumber than those guys who think they have won Yankee tickets. <laughs>
3: Those poor bastards, man.
2: (laughs) Fuck them. They're so stupid. (laughs) They're on the run from Johnny Law and then want to go pick up Yankee tickets? It's been done for fucking 40 years now. Stop it.
3: still working. Guys are still getting just fucking rounded up.
2: Yeah, because uh, like we've pointed out today, uh, that people are stupid. And they just want to do the same thing over. Uh, Buck in Philly. Go ahead, Buck.
7: Pepper,
2: this is just advice, but you should do whatever the fuck you want to do. All right, come on. That guy, is the... You know, what there's the heck, man? out there.
3: This three-year-old is going to yeah. just have a dirty, dirty mouth because you callers.
2: And then she's going to be like this, like Pepper. Like, what the fuck? Oh, fuck. Oh, f- I don't know what the fuck to say. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. But, you know. Call it outside f- the
4: lines again. <laughs> fuck.
3: Shit. This yeah. fucking book. Yeah. I drop some F-bombs every now and then.
2: I worry about you I worry about your heart Exploding on the show One day Strong The inside You'll never be the (sighs) hawk Yesterday when you were Screaming at him That you were the best Producer this show Ever had I just kept it quiet Because I knew You were in a mood But I couldn't even believe That you said that About yourself
3: I know I'm the longest running I got that title I got the hardcore title But Is that right? Yeah In Ron and Fez history? In Ron and Fez history Yeah Dave was the last uh, holder of that title, and I've taken that by like a year over five. Hired as a producer,
2: and that's longer than Earl was with us, huh?
3: Yeah, Dave was here longer than Earl, and I was here longer than Dave. I'm here longer than Dave.
2: (laughs) Well, Pips is gunning for you now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Bring it.
4: Is Earl to the Hard Rock what Al Sharpton is to
2: MSNBC? I think I think that's fair to say. Although, I hear they're getting rid of his position. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. He's going to be on the dole. Um, what do you mean by that? Are we suddenly in England?
3: <laughs> Welfare. Unemployment, rather. And yeah, it's unemployment.
2: I think he
4: thinks we're in England. Sometimes he says controversy. Mm. He does I've do ne- I've <laughs> never said that
2: word. You know. You also told me the other day that you're a Beatle maniac. <laughs> I saw that the fake Beatle uh, shows getting bumped off Broadway. Not enough people going.
3: That's weird. I figured that would have been huge. If, if 80s rock...
2: You know. Well, we just had a pretend Beatles thing that ran for years. And this is the second one. People did not want this one as much. I don't know why. It's Beatles songs. Come on. Can't go wrong. Yeah, I don't want to pay $90 to fucking sit there and listen to four fucking lookalikes sing Beatles songs. All right, you've got a brand new game show that you're proud of called Crystal Meth Cook or Bus Driver.
3: Crystal Meth Cook or Bus Driver. Yeah. Just in time for the last season of Breaking Bad, we have this game. Now, can you tell a difference? Are the, is this person a Crystal Meth Cook? This person has been busted for Crystal Meth, cooking it, yeah. or a Bus
2: Driver? All right, let me listen to the parody song. No parody song. Crystal meth or bus driver. Hmm. Cooking
3: up and driving. We got to have producer meetings. All
2: right, put this up and I'll try to guess the first couple. Okay. Now, are some of these people both?
3: No, no, no. Uh, This person's either crystal been busted for cooking crystal meth or they are a bus driver.
2: All right. uh, Shelbs. I think that's a bus driver. What yeah, do you think? He looks too fat to be a crystal meth cook. Well, a lot of people who cook crystal meth oh. don't use their oh, product. cook. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, so, good. Go on to the next. All right. I think she cooks. I think she looks
4: like a bus driver. Probably a single mom who brings her kids on the bus, mm-hmm. too, which kind of makes She's everybody uncomfortable. She's cooking
3: All
2: right. Crystal meth cook. This one could go either way. <laughs> Shubbles, I'm going to let you take this one.
3: What I fail to mention, some of these bus drivers have been arrested.
2: <laughs> For okay. <cooking> crystal meth? <laughs> no, no, no. No,
3: no not, not that. Just, you know, other assault mostly.
2: Crystal meth or bus driver. We have production like it was the Hawk years. I, I like crystal meth. Hawky likey. <laughs> one night, Hawk was drunk and we had a naked girl. And he went, Hawky night likey. <laughs> Hawk never used to say a word till he got drunk And then he would Fucking scream At the other people Really That you don't give a shit About this show The way me and, and Ron and Fez do and He always <laughs> thought It was like The three of us Against the world But sometimes He would go weeks Without talking He was amazing But then he would Always have that You know Like theme songs And you know He cared Oh I you care know. What do we decide On this Chubbs? I think Crystal meth cook. He's he's like a star. I think it's too easy. I think that's bus driver because he looks too much like a crystal meth cook. (laughs) And you got to play this game with fucking Chris Stanley. You got to remember that prick is thinking. Yeah. Oh, this guy looks like a crystal meth cook. I'll put him in there. I don't know. He's really a bus driver. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Uh, He looks nice, so I'm going to say crystal meth cook. He looks like he should be hosting a metal show every Monday night. (laughs) All right, next. Same thing, bus driver. All right. Looks too dangerous. <laughs> oh, man. See, this This is a tough... These, I know. Some,
3: I wasn't just going for skiddy, crazy-looking meth heads here. You're
2: very rarely...
4: I like crystal meth cook. I don't think they'd let that guy near kids.
2: All right, let's go with that. Let's go with crystal meth cook. All right. I think straight out crystal meth cook. All right
4: probably like a low rent
2: operation too now he looks so much like chevy chase (laughs) i'm gonna guess crystal meth cook bus driver he looks too dangerous to be a crystal meth cook the hair's too nice
4: (laughs) (laughs) they don't comb their hair
3: this guy's a bit older
2: yeah cook Math cook, math cook. Most of these are math cooks. <laughs> I'm going to guess um, bus driver on her.
3: This person's actually famous somewhat. Who is it? Well, I can't say or else people will, will know. I don't wanna, I'll i give it away after the
2: quiz. Well, just write it down for me then. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to fucking wait forever.
3: Oh, no, we're almost
2: done. Oh, so what did I say? You said bus driver. No, switch that to Christian <laughs> See? You- <laughs> I had no idea that. Yeah, me neither. So I was doing a little bit of research. This guy looks so dangerous. I'm going back to bus driver. <laughs> it's like Aaron I- Rodgers. All right. Let's start bringing stop bringing up fucking Green Bay Packer quarterbacks.
3: <laughs> Don't give it away. <laughs> Come on. All right. Finishing quiz. You scored 58%. That's a pass, barely. <laughs> I thought sixty-five. No, was a in pass. my
2: school, it was a pass. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but look, this ain't an easy one. No, it's Crystal Meth or Bus Driver. I found some a nice cross section of people. I
2: can't get this song out of my mind.
3: <laughs> it's Crystal Meth or Bus Driver.
2: Fuck doing pre-production.
3: No, that that's not part of the lyrics.
2: Fuck it in the ass and this show. No, we steal. From Sirius XM. <laughs>
3: Hell no. There ain't no thievery going on here.
2: Every day we're stealing from Sirius XM. Mm-mm. Maybe it's- I should bring the hawk in here and just have him just fucking make a hawk boot camp. Hockey boot camp. <laughs> or we can call it hockey camp. Nice. But like Mighty
3: Ducks. Or Mighty Ooh. Hawks. <laughs>
2: So, he lied about you taking a shit. Just tell me that. So I, I, know thought, I thought he
3: was going to the bathroom.
2: Did you tell him, Get the fuck out of here?
3: No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why can you lie to my face? <laughs> Seriously. I'm not I treat liar. you as my own. And you fucking lie to my face. I told him to skedaddle
3: out of the room. Just to take a breather.
2: Well, say it out loud. I'm saying it now. Then I won't think he's a pussy. Because I thought you were a pussy for running out. <laughs> Mike Tyson played uh, Punch-Out for the first time. I love this. And he lost to Glass Joe.
3: Yeah, right? I mean, you think he'd be able to apply some of his real-life skills to a video game. Come on, Tyson. You're making you're making everyone look bad.
2: Now, is he the same Tyson who sells chicken?
3: Totally different. That That's a uh, giant company. He's a boxer.
2: I thought it was an actor. I think of him more as an actor. Yeah. That's being he's a boxer from the eighties. May, maybe you like to see a little something called Hangover 2.
3: <laughs> I thought that was a stretch to bring him back.
6: I
2: can't believe that we have gotten around to accepting his face tattoo <laughs> as being okay.
3: Oh yeah, he's he's more popular than ever. People love Mike Tyson.
9: Oh,
8: oh, 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 the face oh, tattoo
9: just makes
3: oh, cool. oh. Ah, oh okay, get that side, get that side of this cat. Uh,
7: get that side, get that side.
3: Oh, oh, this Glass Joe, right? Oh, come on, oh, come on.
2: This is Glass Joe. You show what he's
8: yeah. ooh, 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 You're just jabbing
2: or throwing a right hook it looks oh, like.
8: Whoa, 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 whoa.
3: whoa. Oh, I'm just tired. I'm oh, oh, just running. It's Glass Joe. Come on, come on, Children can beat Glass Joe. Go, the guy, the guy. Oh, Joe. It's, glass. Oh, right, it's really sad how go, they oh, took away his uh, name on, off, oh, off the game after that rape charge. Take this glass. It changed into Mr. Dream.
2: Oh, he's getting a little better.
8: Alright.
3: Uh
2: oh, he's in trouble. Mike's going oh, down the, the idea, Glass Joe.
3: Oh, 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 Glass Joe, you punk. Uh, uh, up yours, dude. Oh, yeah, 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 take this. Take oh, this. Guys,
2: he's already starting to call him a punk and talk about <laughs> fucking him in the ass. <laughs> Eat children.
4: <laughs>
3: Those are fine times The best times
2: The best of times The worst of times
3: <laughs> Mike Tyson talking crazy gibberish. <laughs>
2: When was Mike's peak year? About in 91, 92? Because all the other shit That he got really crazy Is after he'd already lost
3: Yeah, it was after the, the prison sentence Yeah
2: he never really got out of prison. I guess no one has. I still feel like I'm on lockup. You fucking look like it. The way you fucking run out of places. <laughs> when it slightly uncomfortable. It was 90. And then lie about having the shits.
3: Because Tyson was busted in 91 in July.
2: Alright, this is a story up on the iBank. Double stuffed Oreos are not double. That was a lie. But I will say this, it's still too much. (laughs) There's still too much icing in there. Hey, let's switch this out. Uh, You're going to run in there, you over there, you up there. I don't want to fucking go through all that shit and then just sit here with it. It'll drive me too crazy. Make it fast before I lose my shit. And then we'll meet it up and talk about Rob with it later. I don't know why anyone likes a double-stuffed fucking Oreo. It's too much of that fucking Crisco icing to me.
3: I want them now to to actually put out a true double-stuff to show people how much cream they're missing out on. Well,
4: how much are we missing? What did they say, Shelves? It's only 1.86 times as much, not twice as much. And who figured this shit out? Some math teacher figured it out. Like, I don't know who he really contacts. Like, he figured it out, and then he contacted some news source. And then I would have been like, "No, oh, all right, good for you, buddy.
2: I would like to do math teacher or math cooker.
3: That could be for next week.
4: Why we even care about the old Oreos when we already have peanut butter now? No, which, I would never eat that. You're missing out.
2: No, I'm not missing out. That's fucking disgusting. There's only one Oreo. And everything else is a lie.
3: Even when they uh, just dye it, like they'll dye them for Christmas, it'll still be like, I guess, vanilla flavor. They still yeah. th- It tastes off. Maybe it's just my brain.
2: No, it isn't your brain. The dye has its own shitty taste.
4: Then they have some strawberry ice cream one. They're getting power hungry. And yeah, I I'm gonna going to say this crazy. to
2: the planet Earth. Your improvements are never an improvement.
3: And maybe the flavors, this flavor scientists, the scientists just figure out chemical
2: flavors. You, that's, that's all they do.
3: They're kind of a scourge to humanity, where they're ju- it's just chemical flavor. Where you know, where you're, just you're right, pounding chemicals into us because these scientists have figured out in the lab, this is what chicken should taste like, or vanilla cream, or whatever. They're kind of evil.
2: They are evil. They add some chemical that that is false flavor. It's not real flavor. And that's why when they try to rancho up anything, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's never real.
3: Bacon, egg, and cheese. Fucking Cheez-Its. This doesn't taste like
2: anything. This just tastes like salt. You are right that these people need to be fucking hunted down. I would rather be a meth cook than somebody who sat around making this... F- f- uh, fake flavors. At least
3: there's some positives of crystal meth use.
2: Yeah, you help people stay up at night.
3: Yeah, you know, well, if you have a lot of work to do, you can't afford to sleep.
2: Or, you know, if you've been going through a period like I have where you haven't been paranoid enough.
3: You keep, it gets you thinking.
2: I need increased paranoia. Alright, let me read some of these scores that people are writing in on your uh, thing. Uh, 83%, I know meth. Bad News Jeff says The key is to look into the person's eyes If they're dead to the world Bus driver (laughs) 83% 75% It's a great game 67% 75% I must have been the worst ever Well let me just say this Probably the ones I missed are the ones I let Shelby do do not know my meth cooks as
4: well as I thought I
3: did yeah you you screwed up Shelb. and then the guy with the great hair uh, used to be a baseball player and he was uh, (laughs) he's cooking it up these days (laughs) wow
2: well it's hard once you fucking get addicted to anything to concentrate on anything else you're like I'm gonna get back to it but right now I'm fucking dealing with this trying to get high uh Brian in New York you're on the run a face show
8: Hey, Ron.
0: Uh, they actually just came out recently with a couple
2: of months ago about
4: a super soft Oreo. Less the amount of
2: cookies in the bag, but twice
4: the amount of cream. Where does it is end? Well, you're the acts
2: like you love this stuff, Shelby. The strawberry flavor. No, I said that
4: was disgusting, I go with peanut butter all day, though.
2: Well, if you want peanut butter, just go get yourself some peanut butter. And stop fucking faking it with this... Fake peanut butter uh, Oreo.
3: It's not peanut butter. It's some flavor scientist tricking you into thinking you're eating a peanut butter fucking cookie.
2: Flavor scientists are the same ones that used to work with the Nazis. Oh, shit. <laughs> fucking drill into people's heads and shit.
3: Oh, Mengele style, man. Thank you. And just sewing Jewish people together.
2: I didn't know they were yeah, doing
3: that. It was really bad. Mengele, I think, was the worst Nazi. I guess under Hitler. After Hitler's number one, then Mengele number two.
4: About Goebbels.
2: Uh, Menge- no, Mengele was the second worst knife. I think gerbils are cute, but I would never put one up my ass like Richard Gere did. That <laughs> was an urban myth. Really? Did he put gerbils up his ass?
3: Gerb- gerbils. <laughs> gerbils.
2: <laughs> I <was> fucking... <laughs> gerbils. <laughs> you guys rather correcting me? You did it the wrong way. <laughs> That's gerbils. Wait. <laughs> Wait, <no>, Gerbils. <laughs> Fuck. If you really want some chocolate and peanut butter with a little butterscotch, have a fucking Ronnie B. Cupcake. Go to Chicago.
3: Fill yourself up with deliciousness. Watch the young girls dance. Do girls dance as much at the New York Molly's? No. That's weird. Isn't it? Maybe I get a better sound system in there.
2: It's just a totally different feel.
3: Love it's a
2: totally band. different feel.
3: Love ramen and cupcake. I didn't know that. Yeah, love the peach cobbler too. That's another good one.
2: Have some fucking damn good cupcakes at Molly's. They
3: making cronuts yet, or at least a ramen cheeseburger?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what they're making. <laughs> we have cupcakes and <laughs> cheeseburgers and ramen cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> Did you let Chris go know where to go in your neighborhood? Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Did Contracted. you invite her if she wants to stop in here?
3: I'll, I'll I'll extend the I'll extend the invite.
2: Chris goes. Somebody always helps out with the eye bang. Very very sweet person. Also from Chicago.
3: So she knows all about Molly's then. And if not, that's fucked up.
2: Stop <laughs> fighting <laughs> all the time, dude.
3: Enough, I'm fighting anyway. I'm just you know letting them know that that would be fucked up of them if they hadn't gone. Because they, they live there. Just they they live in the fucking Seriously. city where the goddamn cupcake store is. I original. know, but there's other
2: things. There's the Cubs games. There's a lot <laughs> to do.
3: She should either be dodging bullets or eating cupcakes. That's it.
2: You should be dodging your own bullets. <laughs> That's possible. How did you say that you would kill yourself?
3: I uh, throw myself in front of a subway car.
2: I believe it was the end
3: train. Yeah, the N, specifically the end train, yes. For you New York locals and people taking the subway, the N train.
2: I'd probably go in front of the queue.
3: That's on the same line.
2: I know. So I get to fuck with the N train, but keep their names out. <laughs> What's well, the story from Crisco? She's stopping by? I haven't heard back yet. Really? It's odd. <laughs> After you told her where to get your nice side is that place a barbecue place?
3: Yeah, it's a bar it's a it's a barbecue place, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. John Brown Smokehouse.
2: She is a girl that likes her barbecue, huh?
3: Can't get enough of it.
2: Okay. You've been keeping up with um the Cincinnati Bengals? On the Hard Knocks, I'm catching up. Yeah, I feel like I want to root for him this year, just because I feel like I know, get to know some of the guys.
4: I'm trying to keep up with them, but you know, with keeping up with the Kardashians and then the Bengals. I mean, I can't. I only have time for so much stuff.
2: He is a foot, He's just a. He's a wise ass. <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking wise ass who fakes shits.
3: He's got a smart mouth on him. He's I hope so AJ Green makes the season okay.
2: I hope they all do. I hope this is the first year they keep 90.
3: I don't think that's going to happen. Travel
2: squad. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm not going to I'm not going to watch when they start just last night yeah. they started fucking, you know, firing people. And I I'm, I I turned it off when I got to that point. I can't stand the uh bring your now they say bring your iPod
3: Oh, your your iPad? Yeah. yeah.
2: And uh no iPod cuz they listen to music. Um no, I'm kidding. The iPad and a playbook if you have one.
3: That's it. You're out. Your dream is fucking shattered. That is depressing.
2: What are you going to do? That's the fucking game. If you can't do it, you can't do it. And you're fucking hurting the team by hanging around. There's a piece up that you have about uh, violent kids.
3: Yeah, this was strange. Uh, they, uh, scientists were studying soda intake among young children, and they found that uh, the more kids drank soda, the more violent they, they the more violent behavior they displayed.
2: That so they. They saying soda makes you more violent, or just violent people have a tendency not to realize how much sugar they're taking in.
3: They were saying that the more soda these kids were drinking, it made them more violent. I don't know if I believe that. It was
2: Harvard and Columbia
3: that did the study.
2: Oh, then I do believe it. I had no idea. I didn't even know those pricks were working together.
3: Uh, yeah, you'd think all the Ivy Leagues would just fucking want to fuck with each other.
2: Mm They get along great. Don't like that.
3: There should be some sort of competition.
2: I'm going to go there and I'm going to wear a fucking, like a mink coat. One of those little straw cats and just be on a running board. Like a raccoon coat is what i will be wearing. A little straw cat. And I'll call myself Bulla Bulla.
4: You heard of the thing called Mountain Dew mouth? No. From, like the Appalachian what? area, that the guy he had like a mobile dentist kind of rig that he'd take around. And he went in there, and every kid that he would like give you know free dental work to, their teeth were just terrible, just awful. And every kid, he said, "Hey, what are you, what are you like drinking? And what do you putting in your mouth?" Everyone just said Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew. That's all they drink, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Doing the do. And he just called it like a mountain dew mouth.
2: Uh it's kinda of mean. <laughs> Eric, you're on the run and fetish show.
0: Hey guys, uh I don't know if you saw the first time the Bengals were on uh I did. Hard Knocks, which yeah, it's a bit a bit of a mystery from to me, even as a Bengals fan from the first place, that why they would repeat the Bengals but um I love it, but nonetheless,
3: nobody else wants to do it. No, and even James Harrison was all pissed off about fucking. Just went lost his shit because the camera guys are in there.
0: Which is another thing that that, you know, I wonder what's going through Harrison's mind. Um, He's been a for so long, and and that's a rival of the Bengals. I wonder. It's a little embarrassing to me. I wonder how often he's thinking to himself, "This fucking circus would have never taken place in Pittsburgh." But all that being said, that inside look, I, I wonder if the Bengals. Um, caught a bit of backlash from the first time around in the way in which they cut players. Um, they're doing it with much more class this time. The first time around, they would send this little uh, dumpy, little roly-poly motherfucker named Jim Lippincott, which first, you know, director of player, whatever the fuck, who knows who this guy is if the players had ever seen him before in the first place. He's knocking on doors at 6 a.m. in the morning, knocking guys up or waking guys up. And basically saying, hey, you know, I don't know if you've seen me before or not, but give me your playbook because we're cutting you. And, I mean, they're, they're definitely cleaning up their act in, in that regard because they're doing it with much more class this
2: time around. Well, yeah, just because they've got uh, a camera from around. But one way or another, you get thrown off the lifeboat, you are going to drown. You are going to drown once you fall off that lifeboat. Attention,
0: abandon ship. It's time for Lifeboat. We're rolling this. Let's go. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. Everybody
9: look at me because I'm very-
2: I hope, but I know there's no three-year-olds out there listening to that song. <laughs> That's horrific. All right, uh, Hicks, is this yours? Yeah, this is mine. Wow, I don't know if you've done a lifeboat in a long, long time.
3: It's been a while since I threw our lifeboat out. there.
2: I remember saying before, all your lifeboats were really stupid <laughs> up to this point. <laughs>
3: no, come on, I had black presidents, fictional black presidents. <laughs> that was that was why I was like shit. I was just get up. All right, but this is my lifeboat. Rap groups.
2: Rap groups?
3: Yeah, rap groups. Not just individual rappers, the entire Mm. group. The Four. The Wu-Tang Clan. The Killer Bees. Mm. A Tribe Called Quest. Public Enemy. And finally, NWA.
2: This is actually one of the hardest ones I've ever uh, heard.
3: Yeah, this is tough.
2: I do not know what direction... I would go on this.
3: This is this is hard. These are all these are all seminal classic legendary hip hop
2: groups. Wow. Alright. Uh 866 Ron Zero Fez. 866 Ron Zero Fez. I can also tell you, Chris, I have no idea who I think is gonna get voted off the lifeboat. This is like uh- normally I think I know the direction that the masses will go into i'm going to guess which one right now that i think is going to be the most problem and i'm going to write it down okay and it's not necessarily my who, who i would vote off now shelby are you at your young age familiar with any of these bands
4: yeah, I'm familiar with old school rap. I don't really get into the new school. <laughs> He's so interesting
2: that way. Mm-hmm.
4: All right, so you would probably want to jump into this. A public enemy, they're first off, they're safe. I mean, actually, I'd say in MWA they're definitely safe. Well, they can A- I
2: ask you about Public Enemy? Are they safe because of the Black Man CNN? Is <laughs> that why they're safe with you? <laughs>
4: uh-huh. NWA, I'd say they're definitely the first people. I'd keep on the light bulb. They, like, scared people. Yeah, like, they did. They
2: came at it from, like... They were totally straight out of Compton, I believe. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly where they're from, but I believe they were straight out of Compton.
4: They're, they, like, totally shattered the, you know, the Jazzy Jeff-type rap angle no kidding. coming from... They took it in a whole different direction, just frightened people. Next... The group I'd keep safe, Wu-Tang Clan, because I've heard they're nothing to fuck with. No, that's true. Mm
3: -hmm. They're nothing to fuck with. Killer bees on the swarm. (laughs) (laughs) I guess they were all bees.
2: They also uh, took Staten Island into Shaolin, which (laughs) um, is now starting to show up on certain
3: maps. (laughs) It's good. I I like Shaolin better than Staten Island.
4: Well, Tribe Called Quest, they definitely had, like, just arguments within the group, which I think they could have made even more music if they'd stayed together. But, I mean, using Lou Reed in a yeah. song, and, like, back then even, not even when, like, kind of the hipster culture right. infiltrated rap
2: today. Did you ever see that uh, documentary on them? I haven't seen the It's whole fucking time. amazing, man. It really is. It made me even look at hip-hop differently. I was, I, I was much more positive about hip-hop after watching it.
4: Now, Public Enemy with Fuck the Police, mm. that definitely just brought it out there in a whole new angle, just going blatant against the cops, which, uh, you know, groups kind of danced around, but they just, you know, went out full what they said. I, having said all that, I would have to kick Public Enemy off the of Holy
8: shit!
3: Peace out, Chuck D.
2: I'm surprised.
3: You and Flavor are Dunsky.
2: Um here's Bob, MPA. You're on the run of Fed show.
3: Wu Tang
0: clan is gone. It's like a it's like a blender full of shit live. You can't understand a word that's going on when they're live. They're they're probably one of the worst live rap
3: groups, I guess you call them ever. Most hip hop is awful live. I Only that, a few the, guys they, have they, ever they're fucking they're done a, a good show live. The, right, Jay, sure. Jay-Z is a guy, and maybe Eminem. Those two guys can put on a good show.
6: Yeah, they also don't have 35
3: people up on stage either. Well, yeah. There's fucking, there's nine of them. Eight Spray, now.
4: Spraying
2: the crowd with super suckers. Yeah, that's, 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 out. that's
3: fucking showmanship.
2: I like when they say, um, uh, no. I'm already looking up at the things. By the way, this is so I think the masses will vote off. That's my belief. I mm. had it upside down. Because they don't have the knowledge that this kid has. Yeah. Uh, Andy, you're on the Run and Fez show.
0: Yeah, I'd like to call a tribe called Sequel because those
7: motherfuckers are gone.
2: Jesus. God. Mike and Philly.
7: Hey, Ron. Yeah, I'm going to throw off N.W.A. And the reason is,
0: is because I think Dr. Dre was the only one who was the real musician
7: in the group. So they're not really a group. It's really just Dr. Dre you who was
3: holding about. court. You don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Uh, Dr. Yeah, Dre You're can't an idiot, write... Chris. Real, who was writing all the fucking lyrics? Ice Cube. Who, pro... who started and fucking built the goddamn whole thing? Oh, the, go who was the, the, the producer? Stage. Dr. Dre. It was a fucking cohesive group. He was and when Ice Cube guy. left, what? fucking NWA wasn't as good. It's oh, fucking... It's, by it's the way, the what about
2: that dude that we never remember his name?
3: Oh, Doc? I think, I was, I think <laughs> I was Doc. it was guys Doc. There's like three
2: really <laughs> famous dudes. <laughs> <laughs> and one guy's going, wait, he was in... He was in that. MC Ren. Yeah,
3: MC Ren, that's it. <laughs> Thanks, yeah.
2: there you go. <laughs> and then if you ever said about Cube... Get in front of cube. He'll get all mad. Defensive. Vince see Ryan.
3: Yeah. But well, fucking Ice Cube was writing all the lyrics. And he was great at doing it.
2: Yeah. He was... Uh, and now he's making great children's comedies, family comedies for everybody. Of course, like commercials. Um, here's Kevin. You're on the running face show. Hey, buddy. Yeah.
6: Hey, you gotta throw fucking Wu-Tang playing off this lifeboat. They fucking suck. I grew up with... Public enemy in NWA. Tribe Called Quest. I saw my lullaby, so I'm going to give them that. But I never got into Wu-Tang. I never understood it. They
3: just sounded like fucking nonsense. Wu-Tang's the truth.
2: Patrick here on the Run Fed Show.
3: Yeah, guys, you got to keep Wu-Tang on that
0: on that list. That's probably the most important group. The group you have to kick off is Tribe Called Quest. They're a great group, but they don't matter. They weren't important. It's like easy listening. They just were like
3: safe. They weren't. Sa- they weren't safe. They was just. They were a diff There was something totally different at the time when all these other guys were coming out, where it was fucking you know, gangster act. How much money I fucking Nation have? Stuff. It's good, but they weren't as creative as the Wu Tang. But see, here's did. the thing: Incorporated jazz is fucking hip hop. It was amazing. is exactly right about one thing.
2: They were the and maybe only real uh, people in hip hop who have ever put art above the. Stupid commerce shit, you know?
3: Yeah, they were fucking amazing.
2: Shit. Can I kick it? Yeah.
6: Can I kick it?
2: Yes, you can. Can
6: I kick it? Go ahead. Yes, you can can Stop I it. kick it? Can I kick
3: it? Yes, can. can I kick it? Yes, can. can I kick it? Yes,
2: A that flows in layers. Right now, you know who loves uh, a trap called uh, Quest? Who's that? Kathleen from the Bronx. See? She lives for them.
3: As everyone should.
2: I don't know why she turned her fucking back on the BX. Now she's all about Philly. By the way, Mike Vick gets that starting position. First game. All right. Him this is the season of Vick is back.
3: That's what, that's what people are saying. Him yeah. and Sir Kelly just gonna fucking run roughshod.
2: This is the season of the vag.
3: <laughs>
2: By the way, I'm starting to think that um, people who kill animals are the only people left with that can do shock stuff these days.
3: Well, the internet's uh, pretty much desensitized most people. I feel desensitized by the internet.
2: Alright, Andy wrote this says, Your show is great, uh, love it always. But had to write, never do, Shelby's lines crack me up. He's quite funny.
4: Uh Thanks, Andy.
2: God, that got a little gay the way you yeah. said that though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I wanna blow him. I mean getting it out. It seemed out like there. you wanna fucking blow him a little bit. <laughs> like I don't wanna just come across sounding too uh, weird about it, but it seems like you wanna blow him. I mean, maybe not full blow just fluff it up a bit. I mean...
3: That's going to turn into a blowjob job.
2: Show. You know what's great? Now we finally got a gay guy on the show. We finally got a gay guy. So one thing we were lacking. <laughs> um, here's uh, Chris. You're on the run Show.
0: Hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah. Um, I just wanted to
6: say Wu-Tang has to go for the simple reason that they basically just... Uh, they pretty much just copied NWA and uh, Public Enemy because they
0: were the original gangster OG people, and they basically just copied, uh, copied that whole, just that whole style. And Tribe Call Quest was just awesome, incorporating jazz and, as you said, Lou Reed and all that. So, that's what
2: I'm sticking to. All right, bro. I put down early on that Tribe was going to get voted off by the masses. Uh, and right now they are closest to being kicked off, right? Yeah. Who's the safest, Shelby? Like I said, N.W.A. mm mm-hmm.
4: Ninjas with attitude,
2: I believe they're called. They do have attitude. Cube has done the show a couple of times, and is an incredibly interesting guy, incredibly easygoing guy, and great conversationalist. He can talk about anything: sports, news, <laughs> uh, morality, family—doesn't matter.
3: I love Ice Cube. Last yeah, time he, came
2: I really there. did too.
3: And he had the throw last time. The first time he didn't have the throw, but. Second time, fucking
2: big. He's also somebody that you look at and you're like, there's an enormous amount of charisma to that guy. You know what I mean? Like, you have a feeling he would have probably been pretty successful at whatever he picked doing. He's got it all. And he made that great 30 for 30 about the Los Angeles Raiders. Things were really changing in those days. (laughs) Hip-hop was on top of people. he, He does one of my favorite voiceover things ever.
3: He's, he's amazing. He's the fucking man.
2: N.W.A. were changing the face of rap, and the Los Angeles Raiders were once again chasing the changing the face of football. And people
3: hate on him so much. There's like there's been fucking wave of hate because of the King movies. People don't
2: understand. He's growing up. He's doing what he wants to do.
3: Watch Friday. Listen to N.W.A.
2: <laughs> Friday is th- one of the funniest fucking movies ever happened.
3: That guy's still there.
2: Uh, Al, you're on the Running Fed Show.
3: Classic show, uh, I love
0: you. I know you're gay now, but did you tell me who, what Public Enemy sang again?
2: We
4: fuck the police.
0: Come on. What? Is somebody else going to back me up here?
2: No, I got nothing for fuck,
0: you. Fuck the police is an NWA song.
2: They did fight the power. You were thinking of fight Shit. the power. Now, how are you feeling? So, Extra uh, gay? Yeah. Extra... You fucked day. me up today because you faked the shit, and it actually annoyed me. And then, till you finally sold out Hicks, because mm. he wasn't willing to do the fucking straight thing to say it was his idea. He wouldn't be a stand-up guy. I was glad you fucking routed his ass out. Now this has got me wondering how many other things. No. <laughs> um. Been lied to about here. I'm sure there's been quite a few. Mm-mm. Jamie, you're on the Run and Face Show.
6: You gotta get rid of Public Enemy just because of Fight the Power. Like, we are the power, right? They gotta go.
2: No. That fucking song is great. And you should go for saying you're the power. Fight the power.
7: Fight the power. Fight the power.
2: Here's Derek in Chicago.
7: Uh, yeah,
0: definitely get wu Chang off. They remind me of, like, the Grateful Dead of Rap. Just their songs That's went nice, out a little though. bit too long. And just... Very self indulgent rap, and I mean, going back to
7: Public Enemy, another, I mean, Public Enemy, one of the greatest fans of all time. Yeah, don't believe the hype, great track, play that, and sure Terminator acts one of the best DJs probably of all time, so that's all I got. Remember
2: when fucking, uh, Shelby fucked this up? <laughs> mm hmm. Did he look stupid or did he look smart when he did dead? He
3: looked like a fucking
2: moron. He can't do anything with him. He doesn't know. <laughs>
3: oh, oh, my God. All
2: right, did I ever tell you the time that ONA uh, had Chuck D and Flavin Flavin? It was I- the fucking funniest thing. So they're doing this gig and uh, over at the Hard Rock. And... They have Eazy, and then they invite Eazy to do the show with them and come up and rap. He invites fucking Chuck D, and this is when these guys hadn't done together shit together for years. So I'm standing up talking to somebody when um, fucking uh, when Flavor Flav comes in. So Flavor Flav comes in, and I'm not even kidding you, with sixty fucking yeah. people. Sixty people are just they're all coming in with him where it just looks like money is just going out the window to me. <laughs> and about thirty minutes later, Chuck D walks in and he goes like this. He's all by himself and he's like, um hey, uh you know what flavor flavors? And it was just like <laughs> just like a regular guy yeah. you know, didn't need anything. And just assuming everybody's gonna know You know, I know, you've probably seen him You know where he's at right now Makes a scene sometimes It was the craziest night ever
3: That was probably during Flare of Flames' uh, reality show When he was really big, right? Yeah, during
2: where he was really silly It was one of those silly times in his life Robbie writes into you, Hicks. Yeah. Hicks, you write. DJ Yella threw beats, says Cube wrote lyrics, and Dre was a sick producer. That caller was a fucking cunt. Aw, oh, we got children listening. Why would you write that, dog? All right, what do you got for us, Hicks? This one
3: is, oh, it's too hard for me. These are four bands that I love, four bands that are important. Four bands that were started and continued on, like the golden age of hip-hop. That mm. was like late 80s to the end of the two thousand. That All was right. the golden age. All right, first You this- give
2: her a longer age than I do, but- <laughs> Okay.
3: Public Enemy and N.W.A. have to stay. There's no way they don't get on this lifeboat. This is a big fucking lifeboat. This is gotta get a lot of goddamn seats. They brought... They both I say both of them brought in hip hop into into a more a little less silly mindset. Between Wu-Tang Clan and Tribe Called Quest. Now Wu-Tang Clan changed a lot of things. They they were able to sign their own contract, but each other member of Wu-Tang was able then to go to a different label and sign contracts themselves. Business-wise for like a group, they made history so that everyone can get a deal. And not be, and and not be pulled into the company. <sighs> a tribe called Quest. They were a band that were, in their time, were different than everything else out there. Wu Tang Clan was caught up, and I say the East Coast gangster rap mentality. And I love Wu Tang Clan more than anything. That being said, a tribe called Quest is safe. Wu Tang Clan. Is getting the boot. Wow. And I love... uh, You know how much that fucking hurt for me to say and I wasn't sure until I was fucking saying that right there, who I was going with.
2: All right, I'm going to do mine. I'm going to throw Wu-Tang out for being a fucking clown show. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Easy enough.
3: What is it, a clown show? (laughs) Come on, they like hip-hop.
2: Seriously, you never knew who was showing up, who wasn't. They still fucking... You started to pay full freight whether there was fucking 40 of them or 4 of them, it didn't make any sense
3: I'm not taking the live shows into uh, consideration here and ODB wasn't there most of the time because of a prison and getting fucked up rest in peace Method Man, he's a professional
2: Alright, he's still up on the iBank if you want to play along I'm surprised the number of calls in this. It's just massive amount of calls. I could probably do this for another hour, but I don't want to. Be bored with it already. We already said, from our fucking vantage point. Who did you throw off, Shelp? I got rid of Public Enemy. Hmm. Is Pips even into it at all, or Pips killing on here? What's that? Come on in here. Come on in. Hang out. Sometimes I hear the
4: Brooklyn come out in pips Like he will end a sentence with yo or son Just yeah. very It's rare but It sneaks out sometimes
2: Did you ever see who his buddies look like? Yeah
3: It's the United Nations It is Of Africa
2: <laughs> he, he hangs out with all kinds of people Fucking Kenyans uh, West Africans South Africans Yeah Nigerians Who are you voting off here?
5: Um, I gotta say NWA Definitely safe Great group Public enemy Love them Tropical Quest And Wu-Tang uh, You guys are kind of swaying me Because when you think about it Wu-Tang, yeah they were great But your live shows and Then who's <laughs> coming And it, it, it was Ron, you did say it was a clown show Now I'm looking at yeah. it It was a clown show yeah. what, Wu-Tang, what be- you're going off Tropical Quest uh. is safe
2: and right now, not even close. Tribe's being thrown off right on our, on our site. Yeah, they're Shelby. getting hammered. Yeah, yeah, they're getting their asses beat. Hicks, I want to say congratulations to you. Mm. One of your many podcasts, I understand, has been picked up by. Oh yes,
3: uh, more like radio. More like radio. dot com. High Society Radio is now part of more like radio. dot com.
2: Who's all part of the more like? The uh, more like Radio Cavalcade of Stars. Oh, who who are you joining there?
3: Oh well, Hippo Juice is the is, uh, the, is the big name there. They they're running it. They're the the soul behind More right. Like Radio. And we're we're jumping on there. high Side Radio, that is.
2: What other What other kind of shows are over there though?
3: Oh, there's there's plenty. There's a there's just a roster that's ridiculous. There's 360 on 420. Mm-hmm. There's a gentleman show. There's Ain't Social Gamer Radio. There's The Red Show. There's Daytime Divas.
2: Okay, so you're not out there by your by yourself in the cold anymore. No. You're fucking with... A family. Yeah, a real family. A family of gangsters.
3: Yeah, it's kind of like the Wu-Tang of radio.
2: I don't know what that means.
3: Many heads on stake. <laughs> Sounds good.
2: <laughs> does it? Does it? Like people... Have- now, gentlemen, show—they still doing that skull cross thing? Yeah. They're still like, like pirates, but almost like Monopoly men pirates.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they—they they have a monocle. They are classy, and look—it's it's in the
2: title. They're gentlemen. Don't. I'm wondering now. See, the thing is, I'm beating you in radio shows, yeah. but you're kicking my ass in podcasts. <laughs> And it may be time. I mean, we're at the fucking point now. Pips is fucking dominating me in the podcasting thing. It might be time for me to start a podcast. A Roncast. All right, I'm liking that.
3: Everyone's doing them. They're hot right now.
2: Maybe I can put something together, you know, with just some of my friends. Like Fez, you, Pips, you know, Shelby, maybe get Molly on it. And just like just like we normally are, yeah. Just sitting around talking. Just
3: throwing stuff out there. Yeah. Seeing where it goes, and then just upload to the inter- interweb. Yeah. And anyone can download it.
2: Anybody can download
3: it. Just go click the link. Right click, save as. It's oh. on your computer like magic.
2: And then I'm podcasting.
3: Yeah. Then you're a podcaster.
2: I'm going to buy all this stuff. I'm like, I want a studio in my home.
3: Yeah, that could happen.
2: I was watching uh, Pips' podcast. I've seen a lot of SiriusXM equipment in that show. You
3: um, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, should dump out of that. Why? <laughs> he's
2: a- I mean, I'm sure it's stuff that we've thrown out before. <laughs> stuff we don't want.
3: Old dumpster diving Pips is what we call them <laughs> at the back. <laughs> Looks like you're digging to the trash again, huh?
2: Like I saw him using backdrop from the whatever show. <laughs> Maybe I could get a uh, a thing going with Jennifer, whatever. You know, a podcast with her.
3: If She's in La La Land all the time.
2: Well, no, she isn't. She's over at the Time Warner Center just sitting there like staring at a screen where they put her head up.
3: Oh, I thought they sometimes just no. fly her out.
2: They flew her out before, I think, just to get a good feel whether they like her or not. And I think for her to get a chance to polish the knob of a Mr. Dr. Drew.
8: <laughs>
2: he was like, oh yeah, that's it. Worked. You're going to co-host with me now. <laughs> How about a little nose candy for you?
3: Well, damn, I didn't know fucking Dr. Drew got down like that. That's the
2: beauty of it. He runs rehabs and fucking deals drugs. He's got them coming and going. <laughs> Divers Uh, Let's get all of Jennifer But yeah, I think I want to do a couple of uh, Podcasts like that They could be fun I might want to just do one with Pips Ron and Pips And Mam and Blackface
3: I hear nothing but good things about Blackface Everybody loves Blackface His fucking name is Blackface, it's a great name It is
2: cool It's really cool
3: and he's black, so there's no problem there. Yeah, don't call, call him a racist. Yeah. Can't be done. Look, dude, I'm black. I can call myself blackface if I want. It's cool if I do that. I'm going to go to Japan and start a round eye show. It's a destroy. I- I'll talk about, I don't know, fucking Turn babies. around,
2: round eyes. <laughs> uh, are you buying the Nutella thing? The Nutella story? Is that you? That wasn't me. Good. Because I don't want to talk about it, but. <laughs> Nutella's like, Is to be... there a reason she won't take our call?
5: No, they're trying to get in touch with her right now.
2: Good.
3: Nugtella, dog.
2: What's Nugtella? It's weed. Nutella made with weed. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Weed's so cool. I might want to just do a pod- one of my podcasts, to be on weed. All right, we'll get some dudes from Colorado. Mm-hmm. really? I don't like those guys too much. Have you met them yet? Come they're on. too skiish. <laughs> they ski too much for me. I don't like people who slide down hills.
3: You yeah, even a luge. No, they're like at least in like almost.
2: I like people who go up
3: hills. Is there rock climbing in the Olympics? There should be if there isn't.
2: Did you say WAP?
3: Rock. Okay.
2: Uh, No, there isn't. Because they can't have an Olympics next to mountains all the time. And you can't do one at the mall where they have that little thing that's easy to climb up.
3: Love the message with uh, Miss Hutt. You
2: know, everybody's probably on vacation now. She's
3: probably on some weird trist with Dr. Drew from what I just
2: heard. I'm sure she's heading to Israel They go cry in front of a wall.
3: They love that weeping wall.
2: Weeping wall? <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to get into a lot of shit here, but from what I understand, Jennifer's getting back together with Martha Stewart's daughter, and they're going to have a show in September, I heard. I heard that in the hall. I heard it from handsome from Johnny Tube Damn,
3: I didn't know handsome Johnny fucking knew the yeah. street like that.
2: Oh, anything that happens in this place, he knows about.
3: Well, this is big news for those girls getting back together.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh yeah.
3: I wonder if they're gonna like discuss. like I mean, heard
2: they don't like each other. No one likes each other. So why should they be any different? People just don't like each other.
3: I know one night I saw them leaving and um they got into a car and Stu uh, Alexis got in the back and Jeffrey <laughs> jumped in the front and was trying to shotgun in the car or whatever.
2: <laughs> like with a driver, like yeah, a paid drive, driver?
3: Yeah, it was like a you know, waiting outside for them with the number. Yeah. Wow,
2: right? All right I got Jenny right now Jenny
10: First of all I'm often in the front seat because I get car sick. But go on I love um,
2: that. Listen I got a, a thing for you If you're interested right. I know you're Come very busy me. I'm thinking about doing a podcast And I thought maybe me and you might be good uh, Partners at it Let's do it When? Sure Something that would run I'd like to do it four hours a day <laughs> no, but seriously, I think that we should do a podcast together Because well, sure everybody else has a podcast but me and you I know
10: uh, By the way, I think we'd do, we'd do a great one We would kick ass
2: Yeah Now, you don't come in here and do your show anymore, right?
10: I mean, I do sometimes You're
2: fired from office. Sirius?
10: No, I'm on the air every morning
2: Okay, I didn't I know just, that What time? I just
10: do it out of my house, 9 a.m. Eastern uh, Time
2: Oh, so you've you've replaced ONA a
10: Ronnie B, how's everything?
2: Who else is on your uh, network there?
10: It's unclear. Lots of different things. Martha's on in the middle of the day. Doctor Laura's on at ten o'clock. They have some rotating thing. I think Stars is still being sort of mapped out. It's really programming for women.
2: Okay, <laughs> women who like women.
10: <laughs> no, I mean yeah. women who think women are nice people. I suppose.
2: Um. By the way, Hicks, so many people have written to me because you didn't lo- load up the Audible uh, correctly. Oh, yeah. Here's what I, I want to do. I want you to put the, that stuff on the com. Okay. And then th- the intern uh, fight. All right. So that way we'll have a place to send them. All right, Jim, what do you want our show, what do you want our podcast to be about together?
10: Oh my gosh! Everything. I think yeah. we should talk music. I think we should sing. I think okay. we should talk about life. We should do some current events. Oh I my want, goodness! Let's talk about families and how having kids aged three to five is ages.
2: I actually want to call our podcast "The Trouble with Jews," and
10: <laughs> that's so strange. I could never imagine you think something like that. It what would be name.
2: You know the trouble that Jews are having. Yeah, and then also. The trouble the Jews cause.
10: Yes, of course. Well, you know? we, can't ever, we can't ever leave out that kind of information.
2: Um, the other, You know, I want you to get into this, because I know you're always looking up for it. But the other night, I was up and I was watching Private Benjamin. They were rerunning it. Yeah. And I had never realized that Stripes completely ripped off Private Benjamin. <laughs> beat <laughs> for think, beat for beat. I don't think I've ever
10: realized that, too. I, I like them both. Yeah. But for different reasons.
2: All right, hold on. My intern, Shelby, just put up your before and after picture. <laughs> is Thanks, that, Shelby. Is that something that you do?
10: Thank you for that. Is what do you that, mean about something I do?
2: Is that your before and after picture, or did somebody do that to you?
10: That's me. I, I put oh, you put together. that up on Just Jenny. Yeah, that was on my site on justjenny.com. Yep. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, well, you remember when I looked one way and then the other.
2: I thought you looked better then. If I'm going to be totally honest, you were and you were Fun. and you were friendlier. Oh, now, stop
10: it! Please. You were a
2: little bit friendlier. Hey, you're still doing this stuff with Doctor Drew, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is he dealing drugs? Someone said that he <laughs> no. sells drugs. Yeah, coke. No, of course not. Every time I see him, he's hanging out with drug addicts.
10: Yeah, not nah, he sell drugs. She's a healer and a helper.
2: All right. Did you see the problem we had over here the other day where Dr. Oz was saving people up front?
10: I cannot get over that story. I heard someone's leg got severed by a cab driver yeah. by a taxi. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane.
2: And, uh, and, that
10: the, and that the real hero was the plumber and then... Dr. Oz came running down when he saw a commotion out his window, and then he helped with a tourniquet.
2: But You know who one of the people that was helping and hasn't gotten any heat for it at all? Who? Mr. Jim Norton. Jim oh, Norton was over Jim there. Was
10: helping. Wow.
2: Yeah, he was just leaving as he came out and saw the whole thing came down. If you go over to his Twitter, that's where we first found out about it, he started yeah. tweeting. But I think he was kneeling on the girl's thigh while they were tying off the tourniquet.
10: Oh, so he was trying to calm her, soothe her while they were
2: taking care of well, her. Well, he was trying to stop the bu- blood flow first. Oh, my God. As oh just my God. Ne- which I thought was brilliant. Yeah, brave. See, inside of your leg, there's places that blood. Ro- they call they it's technical term, are blood hoses. <laughs> so what he tried to do Run. was I... kneel on her blood uh, hose. Do we know? Let me ask
10: you something. Do yeah. we know how she's doing other than the fact that she lost her leg? Oh,
2: she's dead. No, is she, she really? No, she's a she's oh Because that could have <laughs> Did she happened. Die, Shelby. No, Shelby's crazy. She just says don't listen it. to Shelby. I know.
10: I listen. I hear Shelby all the time on your show. Your show is so good.
2: Yeah, it is good. Where do you hear our podcast? The problem it's with Juice. Gonna
10: be, we are going to be <laughs> out of control. The problem. I think we might need a different name.
2: Hmm. How about yeah. Goyam, Goyam, Goyam? Oh, I like that. Now, Goyam means fuck. Dog, is that what you call us? No, uh, just, no. We're fucked uh, dogs? No, that's just Yiddish. Oh, okay.
10: Yiddish so, for someone who is not. So
2: Goyam isn't a bad thing. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. I also heard it my cattle. What? I heard the term Goyam actually means cattle. What the In Yiddish.
10: I not to my, that's not I never heard that.
2: Mm, yeah, I heard that from people.
10: All right. What else have
2: you heard, Ronnie B? Uh, but, so you definitely want to do this podcast, right?
10: I would do a podcast with you. Yeah, we'd have a great time.
2: Sure. I want to do like, I want to just have coffee and I want it to be in the mornings. <laughs> and we're kind of, people are waking up with us and our take on the news and you can uh-huh. do health tips for people.
10: It's uh-huh, funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why is yeah. that bad? There's not. It's great. I don't see that as the show
2: that you would do. I would do it in a heartbeat. I like to take my time waking up and have some Uh coffee and Uh check in. I like to know what the weather is going to be. I'm always Uh curious about that. Are you always
10: curious about the weather and what? Yeah.
2: And then I'd like to just you know bring up a couple little problems I had at home with (laughs) you know what's going on there.
3: Sure. uh, Yeah, I want to hear about that.
2: Like ladies like to. Uh, go for shoes shopping, right? Yeah, all yeah, the yeah, time. yeah. But a guy just wants to watch football on TV. Preach. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? Guys, I, mean, I think we're life. all together here, right? <laughs>
9: that's
2: my life.
10: Yeah. I think you're being silly,
2: Ronnie.
10: Then. Yeah.
1: No. Hi, Hi, Jenny Hat. Where is
10: Where's he at?
4: What? I'm in the booth. He's there.
10: Hello. Are you guys still there?
2: Yeah, uh, we still uh, are. Yeah.
10: I thought I got disconnected. No. Maybe just put me on mute or something.
2: All right. Well, I'm going to get... Uh, who are your people right now? Who's handling your career?
10: Pretty much me.
2: You really don't have an agent? Nope.
10: Mm-mm. No, I pretty much do it all myself, which is okay.
2: That's great. Well, you're doing a great job. Who I'm... else
10: is going to advocate for me other than me, right? That's Ron? true. So...
2: That's true. And you're a lawyer. You can do your own contracts. I mean, you've done a great job of getting on HLN. Thank you. What are you guys going to do? Be doing this case about the three black guys who shot, shot the Australian?
10: I don't think we're addressing that today, but that story is so sick and so devastating and so effed up. I don't get what's wrong with people today. I really don't.
2: Well, that could be something that you do on your show tonight about that.
10: Yeah, well, I don't I don't know that they're touching on it tonight, but I did I did email them about it anyway, because it's, it's
2: devastating. Hey, if you talk to Drew, see if he can get me any of that real pharmaceutical Coke. All
10: right, I got to go. Listen, all right. I love can all you all get weight? You all right.
2: See you at the podcast, honey. It's like serious weight. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to do singing, toe. don't forget.
3: Because I'm going to step on it and sell it, too.
2: Yeah, you always say you're going to sell it, and then you never do do you? <laughs> you never do self control problems I want to do more guy girl stuff like why can't you wear a sweatpants to the funeral you know <laughs> what I mean
3: they're comfortable <laughs> the person you're, you're going to see is dead they're not even realizing <laughs> Right. they're like they're not going to notice that I'm fucking comfortable and they'd want it this way anyway
2: alright yeah, I think it's going to be a good show, it's a good fucking podcast. Maybe you can get us on with your people. Where are you at again?
3: Like radio dot com.
2: And who are your? What's your other show on the one you do with Dave?
3: That's Riotcast dot com. That's a Davey Mac sports Sports. They wouldn't take the Pepper Hicks show. I picked it, but they weren't looking for new shows at the time.
2: Fuck them. No, no, no. They're they're Riotcast. Oh, I, <laughs> I thought we were against them. No, we're not against. Them. Okay, I don't know <laughs> no, where we're no, going.
3: No, Riotcast com is fantastic.
2: But they're not looking for new shows. At the time, no. You think at the time they are now? I
3: don't know, but now with more. That, what if I, I the,
2: pitch them? What's wrong with Jews? Go for it. I think the name alone sells. People because one, they, the Jews can come on and say what's bothering them, what's wrong with them, and the other time the cattle can say what they feel the <laughs> problem with the Jews are.
3: That this whole cattle thing is gonna be pretty fucking annoyed.
2: You realize you said chattel?
3: Oh. I'm a mush mouth motherfucker I'll be like, I' like yeah Kate let's don't
5: repeat that Pips, what's your
2: uh show on what how do we get
5: it? Um, just I'm um, by myself, going iTunes. Nick Bastille Radio on iTunes, right don't there. Do you want
2: to be on the iHeart Radio thing? More whatever. like radio. Uh, More like radio.
5: I don't know. Apparently, not looking for new shows. Mm. <laughs> Why
2: are you trying to get Pips in?
5: <laughs> all right, I'll pitch him.
2: Who's all on your show with you, Pips?
5: It's a uh, blackface. My friend Dances in the Army, who's Asian, and my friend Cruz is Puerto Rican. We're the UN of uh, podcasts. Damn.
2: Pip said to tell somebody the other day, I want to hang out with you, but I already got a Puerto Rican. But if anything happens to him, I promise to get back in touch with you.
3: You've been
5: waitlisted. Yeah, we're full right now.
2: He hangs out with everything but women. That's the one minority he doesn't like.
5: That's because they're holes. not true. That's good. My friend Kathy was on our show for a little bit, but then she had to go to rehab. So now she's gone.
2: Why didn't she say no, no, no? (laughs) What'd she go to rehab for?
5: Uh, I think the hardcore stuff. I think we're looking at some coke and heroin. Jesus. yeah. speedball. She was in a place where she was going to die. And she realized she had to get away from Brooklyn. She went to California for rehab just to get away from everybody. Uh, It was scary. You know, she was seriously in tears telling me that I'm going to kill myself. I need to do this. You got any pictures of her? Uh, Yeah, she's actually right there, but you can barely see her. Facebook it, Pips. Come on. Facebook it. Facebook
2: this fucking little crazy bitch oh <laughs> wait a minute hicks i don't think you've seen it yet i gotta fucking i'm going to play you what will be your all-time favorite video i can't wait i, I promise you <laughs> look at me okay i'm promising you yeah, all right that this is going to make you happier than you've ever been before
3: i like being happy and there's a lot of videos. No, look at me. Okay.
2: This is <laughs> real life, eastbound and down.
3: Okay, perfect. Oh, my God. Is this
2: her? Yeah. She's the one on
5: the she's right... She's
2: really fucking hot.
5: Yeah, she, uh... She was... There's me and her together.
2: She's really
4: hot, dude.
5: Yeah, she's a model.
4: Getting, getting in that?
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't stay with someone when they, uh, you know... Bef- I can. Before they pick you up and then ask you to do a line of coke with them, it's kind of yeah, like... Yeah, I, uh... I can. do that. <laughs> I can do that.
2: I have no problem with it. I go to the fucking site. Hicks right,
3: I'm not even looking yet.
2: Put on a pamper. Because you're going to have fucking piss and shit with happiness. And it go over to the eye bang. And uh, be prepared for this. It is called Crazy Bitch. Crazy Bitch is the name of it. Do you know how to find the (laughs) iBank? It's floating. It's a little slow today. You're a little fucking slow today, motherfucker. Crazy Bitch, the Buck Cherry song? Yeah. But it's... It's just pure joy. Okay. It's just pure joy. This is a. I can't wait. Wedding that is taking place. And... Here, wait, go back to the beginning. And here comes the bride.
9: (laughs) Oh, I can't see. I'm too sure. uh... (laughs) (laughs) Bring me down. You got a lovely face. Coming to your place. (laughs) Now you got to bring me out. (laughs) Look at <laughs> you're you 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 all down my back you give right on night. You're crazy, bitch, but you're the grandmother <laughs> you all night? Scratches all down my back you give right on. Oh my god If you don't Won't be me your i in my Or just to get you face to face. Hey, You're crazy bitch, but you bust so good, I'm on top of it when I dream. Doing you all night, scratches all down my back, give me a ride all night. You're crazy bitch, but you
2: bust so good, I'm on top of it when I dream. Doing you all night, scratches all down my back, give me a ride all night. Look at the grandmother leaving. Here's the thing. So the bride's singing this to herself, I guess, coming down. They got her mic'd up. The fucking funny part is, alright, if this was like some kind of biker haven and everybody was dancing to it, yeah. that would be like, you know, literally, you're like, okay, this is acceptable in their world. But you could tell a lot of people are like, what, or what is happening? These are s- squares. Scottish. And why do I have my children at this? <laughs>
3: fucking father. God damn it. It's hard to be in this thing. Look. Look at me here. He's
2: trying to... And then he gives his kid a kiss on the head like nothing is going to happen to you. It's going to be okay. Daddy loves you.
9: You want me to see?
2: By the way, I thought it was Eastside St. Dave singing. <laughs>
9: hey, you're a crazy bitch but you fuck so good I'm on top of it when I dream. Doing you all night. Scratches all down my back. Get me right on my back
2: you crazy you This, of it when this is the one way. I mean, you, you
9: want to be couldn't,
2: you, couldn't you just <laughs> see this, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> He's bounding down and himself down.
9: <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> 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 i just a kid, you face to face. Hey, you're a crazy bitch, but you fuck so good, I'm on top of it when She I points dream. at her husband. He's with crazy but you fuck so good, I'm on top of it when I dream. you all night, all back, get right on
2: this is the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. And I think he has a bandana on, which is bad. They all, even the minister, yeah.
4: has a bandana on. <laughs> of course.
2: <laughs> but then the amount of gray-haired people and little children here—you can see, like, this is not. No one knew what this was coming. Yeah. <laughs> they were just like, "What? What? Buck Cherry? What?" Now this also needs to be uh, a reality show that I will watch. <laughs> I've never seen the Duck Dynasty, but this looks a million times better to me.
3: These two kids have a future together.
2: <laughs> Plus, I don't like uh, a woman who feels the need to lose weight before the wedding. You know what I mean?) <laughs>
9: You're a crazy, crazy, bitch. bitch you crazy, bitch, i on top of it when I dream. Doing you
2: I would be laying down laughing. I would be so fucking happy to be at this wedding.
3: There's nothing better.
2: It's under a great white slide, the <laughs> wedding.
3: I think this is going up.
2: It's the, it's the best thing I think the ibag's ever seen
3: Fuck man That was so fucking awesome
2: I know you're gonna love it The second I fucking saw it I'm like oh I gotta make sure I surprise them on the air with this Cause you're gonna watch it a million times now
3: Oh yeah I, 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 I'll, I'll, This is gonna be on loop Yeah, I'm gonna watch it on my phone On my computer Before I go to sleep
2: Let's try to get the phones uh, smoking in there Will we? I don't know when if I take Pips out of that fucking room, all hell breaks loose. Uh, here's uh, Bob in KC. You're on the Running Fizz show.
6: Ronnie B., how you doing, buddy? Good. I cannot top what you just played, and I, I literally had to pull my car over uh, to, to look at it on my phone. But it, <laughs> it, it, it reminded me of uh, my, I guess he would be my nephew-in-law. I don't know how that would work. I uh, went to his wedding a few years ago, and it was outdoors at a golf course. And as we're walking into the wedding, there is a, the, I guess they do like groom's cakes. Uh, and it's it, it's at the back of the festivities with a bass on it that said, what a catch. Nice. Uh, he is hammered, hitting on his ex-girlfriend as he's getting ready to walk down the aisle to marry his soon-to-be wife. So it's like a kind of a country theme type deal, and we're all sitting there, and I've got my head down so I'm not laughing because my wife is hitting me like, you can't laugh at this. No, well, then, I just laugh. Yeah, well, I know. I was, I was laughing. My, my brother-in-law is next to me. He's laughing. You know, I'm sure all you saw was our shoulders going up and down um, because we were trying to contain the laughter. But then in, like, the middle of the ceremony, things stop, and I'm still looking at my seat. And I hear, like, a Randy Travis song, and I want to say forever and ever and then, but I think it was something else. Whatever his other popular song was, I'm not a Randy Travis guy. But I'm thinking to myself, this isn't Randy Travis. And I look up, and her father, the bride's father, is singing Randy Travis karaoke. That's fucking great. Like, in the middle of the ceremony. So everything ends. He's hammered. I think everybody else is hammered. Well, then his brother, who is kind of a gangster wannabe, all of his thug friends roll into the parking lot and it goes from being totally country into just playing like gangster rap. It was it was the strangest thing ever. So I know it's not as as great as No, I would to die to before. be
2: at that wedding though. I would love to be at that wedding. And yeah, uh that moment. Yeah. There you know, there's got to be some kind of distance put between uh, kind of white trash comedy and white trash. <laughs> They've come too close together. That the, that you're thinking to yourself, is this a comedic fucking piece happening here? And the the regular straight guy with his kid, overly worrying about his kid, in my opinion, <laughs> I certainly would not worry that my kid heard... Bitch or fuck. I would just turn around and fucking start laughing. I like that he Go look at your aunt. He's upset about it, but
4: if she passes by, he's still filming it on his phone. Of course.
3: <laughs>
4: she
2: is amazing. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, Bruce, you're on the Run of Fettes show.
0: Yeah, I can't believe you brought up East because when I first saw this, I just pictured Kenny Powers in a purple tux with the fucking sleeves ripped off. Doing the fucking
6: X's at the end of the aisle and it, that just fucking rolled. That was the <laughs> first thing that popped in my head.
2: I I, I honestly, uh, Kenny, if Kenny Powers doesn't do something on this this year, I'm going to be disappointed. I love when she just slides it down and she just takes her time to slide it down. She
3: knows. She knows she looks good.
2: Hey, uh, Bunny. Hey. You're on the air.
3: Hey, this
10: is just beautiful America right here. You know, bopping down the aisle. You know, she she doesn't wear spanks for some reason.
8: No, <laughs> she's,
10: yeah, she's proud of her little belly. Yeah, and she's dropping it like it's hot. And that poor guy in the plaid shirt, like holding his wind
2: clothes. <laughs> his he's he makes <laughs> him it perfect. He makes so it perfect.
6: <laughs> it's just it's. I mean,
10: she's but that the boss. beauty of
2: it is. No one at the wedding is reacting in a positive way. Like you're not seeing anyone like, yeah, crazy bitch. Like if they did that, you'd be like, all right, that's the world that they live in. Okay, that's right. cool. They all
10: get their hands folded in front of them. Yeah, they just like standing there, like I'm just gonna stay in my little space right here. This will be over soon. <laughs>
2: uh, all right, thanks so much. Okay, peace. Uh, we need to break here, Hicks. Yeah, we got a break. It's like constant with you, right?
3: We should just we should. Break. I don't think it's
2: constant, but we should break it. All right, Shelby, you got something to pitch us when we get back? What movies you should see,
4: and what movies instead of weather movies that you probably have? Uh, what movies
2: should you see instead of movies that you probably have? That's an interesting hook, an interesting way to go with it. Watch this. Hi, you all crazy bitch Fuck yeah. Anyone ever say that that guy from Buck Cherry is doing Axel's voice or it never comes up? It doesn't come up. Because you ever hear him sing like that? Yeah, Christ, <laughs> Like, Yeah, I know that voice. Right back, Run and You're enjoying the Run and Fest show
7: on Sirius XM's Opie and Anthony channel. More in moments.
1: It's the Hopper from Dish Network. Get the only DVR you're ever going to need the rest of your life. The one that outshines all the cable system DVRs. Anything else out there on the market. Because the DVR called the Hopper from Dish Network, they're the ones with Auto Hop. The only one with Auto Hop. That's where you're skipping over the commercials automatically. You just set the DVR once. Enable the auto hop feature and you are all set to go. That way you're not having to sit there with the remote worrying if you fast forwarded too much and having to go back. It's all taken care of. Hit one button, set the remote down, enjoy your show completely commercial. And that's only from the Hopper from Dish Network. The Hopper, they also have the Primetime Anytime feature. Record all of Primetime, also with just the push of a button. Hundreds upon hundreds of hours of time where you're not going to lose any of your shows because your DVR decides... Well, you've had long enough to watch that. I'm going to get rid of it. It's the Hopper from Dish Network. Packages starting at just twenty nine ninety nine. That's just twenty nine ninety nine. Call one eight hundred Watch TV to get the Hopper from Dish Network. Call today. That's one eight hundred Watch One eight hundred Watch TV.
2: It's the Show. Tool is the artist of the day. Chris Stanley's favorite band. I'm
3: oh, a big Tool fan from way back. Oh, no, you are. Yeah. I just get a nice jam in every now and then.
2: I didn't know that you call it a jam.
3: Yeah, they jam out. They'll, they'll go long. They don't got a problem with it.
2: I thought they had problems with it.
3: No, oh, no, none. None whatsoever.
2: The thing I like about Tool is no quick songs. Nice, long, extended Yeah, songs.
3: Gets some nice solos in there. All, you know, it's a fucking total package.
2: Uh, the, great white sli- uh, the Great White Slide Wedding is up on the iBang. I think it's the single greatest video that I've ever seen in my life and you will definitely want to Send this one to your friends.
3: It's amazing. It's so. It's brilliant, really. To see this woman do that fucking beautiful dance. It's
2: Eastbound and Down. <laughs> if Kenny Powers was a girl. God damn, it's funny. I was just enjoying watching you watch it, and you were like losing your shit, <laughs> and you ran against the wall at one point.
3: I well at first didn't you know what <laughs> was happening, but once they actually saw the fucking the chick. Dancing and singing this song, just batshit. I felt crazy. Love it. I see big things for those that couple. Definitely not divorce. Um,
2: and I do think this one's gonna last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I do think this goes to show gays. Why we don't want to fuck with the sanctity of marriage. How, yeah. you know, uh, how important it is to heterosexual people. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's play Shelby's theme song to watch this because it's better than that. Watch this because it's better than that. Watch this because it's better than that. Let's play some producer meetings. Yeah.
4: What do you got, Shelps? There's some films that come out, like, especially this summer, there was White House Down and Olympus Has Fallen, you know, both movies, basically the exact same one about people trying to take over the White House. And there's other times where there's just, like, similar movies that have, like, the basically the same plot, but one might be, like, way higher budget, so the other one just gets pushed under the rug and you never hear about it, even though it might be way better despite just being an indie film. See, there are five of those instances where you might be thinking of watching one, but you should really go with the other one. The first being Kick-Ass, and they just came out with the sequel, Kick-Ass 2. Kick-Ass 2, for when you went your ass kicked again. Now, I saw Kick-Ass, and I liked it. Thanks, I liked
3: it. I liked Kick-Ass.
4: A lot of people liked it, critics and fans alike they had you know the chloe moret she was basically the big breakthrough hit of that movie because she was saying you know cunt just like a little girl saying that and blowing people's heads off that went over big with audiences but another movie came out just a year after that i think they are making it at the same time called super this stars rain wilson it's a much much smaller budget movie Mm -hmm. It's by James Gunn. He's an indie filmmaker that he's making a pretty big movie now from Marvel called Guardians of the Galaxy. But he made this movie with Rain Wilson. It's basically the same plot as kick ass. A guy wants to, you know, fight crime and become a superhero, but you know, they don't they're not real. He doesn't have superpowers, so he makes his own costume and just goes out to set to fight the bad guy.
2: It's closer to how real life would be if you attempt it to become a superhero it's very kind of messy and uncomfortable did you see this one i haven't seen it no like with it, it reminds me of you you <laughs> remind me
4: of rain wilson in this like with kick-ass it's very comical because it's based on a comic book like there's like he's choreographed gunfights and everything's really polished and this one some parts are pretty hard to watch like with the people that would actually go out and do these things you're probably not in the greatest mental state. It has Ellen Page in it, and she's pretty like messed up in this movie. Like She's
2: insane. She's not
4: the cute Ellen Page
2: you're used but, to seeing. What about like when he just smashes that person's over the head with a wrench? Like how uncomfortable just it Just cutting in line in well, yeah, the movie. Like if you really did open. see if someone just get smacked on the head with a wrench, how ugly and disgusting that really is. Jeez. It's not kind of cool. I, I really liked it a lot. It
4: does not pull any punches. It's has a lot of just dark themes to it and it's the better film of the two, I feel.
2: You said it was even better than The Godfather. You went so far and said I finally saw a film better than The Godfather. Oh, I did say sure. that and I don't regret it at all. Good. I like it. I like that you stick with it other than, unlike Chris Stanley, who came in here today just all apologetic about the stuff that you said yesterday. <laughs> what? You heard me stuttering, Stanley. Good I ain't stuttering.
3: Go ahead. Go ahead.
4: Next is... Uh, two movies that they both have to deal with like people climbing high rises, just going to the top, fighting their way through. It's like a Dread came out. That was the bigger budget. It was a remake of Judge Dread starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. It had its moments. It
2: was not starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, no. my friend. It not. Sylvester Stallone. Stallone. Right, right, right.
3: And Rob Schneider <laughs> and Armand DeSante. The
2: very handsome Armand DeSante.
3: It was stark studded.
4: That one, it was pretty good. It had, like, it kind of, although it was really comical, like, it's not, it had kind of broke some action movie stereotypes, but in the end, it just kind of felt like you're watching a video game, sort of, it wasn't that great, didn't do that well at the box
3: office. I
2: didn't even attempt to watch it. Did you, Hicks?
3: I saw a boot of it, just for the hell of it. It was just standard action film, nothing special. I prefer the original. That's me.
2: But if you're
4: looking for an action movie with a, to really just pure action, you want to watch The Raid, Redemption. It is a South Korean film, so you're going to have to watch subtitles unless you want to watch the American version where they dub it over with English. I don't really recommend that. It kind of takes away from the tense scenes in the movie. It's just a pure action movie, but the way they do it it's great cinematography and great choreography you know being a Korean film they kind of throw some karate in there which is a little different and they don't really try to you know make it a more serious movie like though this could really happen they make it over the top at times and it's the best action movie I've seen in a while
2: I normally watch a lot of South Korean film Uh as you know yeah I know uh, my favorite film of all time is called Korean Godfather,
3: Neither
2: but I haven't seen this film. Neither have I. Hmm, not even a boot. Not even a boot. <laughs> Didn't even one. steal it. No. Uh, what do you got next?
4: Next, there's uh, a lot of people like the scary movie franchise. That's just yeah. There was a great Premier parody mm-hmm. films. They kind of a drop off from the airplane and. The Leslie Nielsen movies of the 80s, so I would totally skip every one of those, and if you want to watch a parody movie that doesn't just shove every reference in your face, like, oh yeah, isn't this funny, we're referencing something that just happened, you want to go with Black Dynamite. This was a very small-budgeted indie film that spoofs the black exploitation movies of the 70s and they do everything really subtle like how you might see a boom in a shot or a guy might flub a line in there but like they keep going because this is such a small budget and it's really well acted it stars uh Michael Jai White who actually wrote the movie as well and this movie was so like well received as like a cult film a few years ago that they actually made it into an animated film on Adult Swim and it has this great music in it too they really paid attention to, like, every detail of the black exploitation movies that they are trying to parody. I'm not familiar with uh, either one of these. The
3: I, would, I heard of Black Dynamite, I never saw it.
4: I never watched the scary movies either.
3: I saw okay. the first one.
4: I would skip all those and definitely check out Black Dynamite. Next, a lot of people liked uh, Cloverfield... In 2008. It kind of capitalized on the big found footage style. It was one of the first to really get in on that, that's been really popular in the last couple years. And it has to deal with, I don't know, a monster, it's attacking the city, and the whole film you see from just a shaky cam perspective. And it had its moments, but I kind of was disappointed by it. But if you want to see a monster movie, you're going to go to another South Korean film.
2: I love South Korean films. My favorite. (laughs) Film ever is um, South Korean Goodfellas. <laughs> I didn't
3: know they had their equivalent over there. Yeah.
2: Goodfellas. <laughs> By the way, I hated Cloverfield. Despised it. Yeah. I called it 9 11 porn. That's a pretty good faced analogy. Forward. Yeah. I
3: fast forward to the ending. I was like, I want to see this monster. I don't want to wait through all this crap.
2: When I saw it at the theater, I saw someone get up and run out crying. And they were like doing 9 11 stuff. It was, like, kind of still close to 9-11. Seven came years up. after. Yeah. Jesus.
3: Well, that was, well, it's also the first movie to really destroy New York. And in, the, in that first person... Hi,
2: I'm a crazy bird scratching my <laughs> back.
4: With the host, you'd think about, like, big CGI-budgeted movies as being Hollywood-American films. But this South Korean film, it kind of tells the story of, like, what would really happen if, like, a monster came out of the... Like a river somewhere and started killing people yeah. people would be blaming the government and thinking like conspiracy theories would start happening they'd just be quarantining people who got touched instead of like actually trying to help them it'd probably be something like that and it has like it don't give away the monster too bad but when they do it's like really great
3: shots and I'd recommend that.
2: X, do you feel like uncool because he watches a lot more South Korean stuff than you do? <laughs>
3: I'm stuck in North America, and sometimes Europe. I feel like a real fucking asshole.
2: Gotta go Korea. North?
4: Yeah, North you know, these North Korean films. <laughs> I, I would stay away from North Korea. Those are movies. Those are movie like home movies. <laughs> a lot of torture in them, too. Dan wants to bring
2: something to you. got Dan.
0: Yeah, I just wanted to correct Shelby on The Raid. That's not a South Korean movie. That's Indonesian.
2: Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh my. What are you fucking doing, Shelbs? Indonesia,
4: South Korea, you know, potato, totally potato. totally different countries. <laughs> Thank you, Hicks. Fuck. How about your next one? Employee of the Month with Dane Cook. That came out in 2006. It wasn't that big of a hit. And another movie. This is uh, another case plays where, a lot on cable, though. Where like the same plot gets recycled again, and like people just say that this movie was just made, and they kind of ignore it, which was the case with the promotion in 2008. It has Sean William Scott, John C. Riley, Jenna Fisher in it from The Office. It's a really good cast, and it's like a much more realistic kind of dark film about two people vying for a promote, like a pretty. Not like a dream job, even just like a promotion, just
2: to move ahead, just one extra spot
4: at a nicer grocery store than the one that by the watching.
2: way, both those guys are like comedic actors, but when they play sad, they're really good, yeah. Like they just make you feel like, oh, jeez, you poor bastard. Jetsy Raleigh's the best. Oh, well, the other guy isn't. <laughs> I've him down. Sad. Do you ever see what is it, Goon? I didn't see Goon, no. What do you watch?
3: Oh, I watch your, fucking right. Oh bullshit! Get the fuck out of here! You don't know what the fuck you're talking about? I'm sorry, I'm not fucking at a goddamn South Korean fucking goddamn porn shop. Fuck you! You don't
2: even see movies that come from Canada. You fuck don't that. see anything but the hackiest shit ever.
3: I see a scary movie. Thank you.
4: <laughs> hey, you're crazy bitch. This one, it's a lot of times it's just like they make films really easy for you to watch by making one character like the antagonist. Way over the top, so you root against them like right from the beginning. But this, they make both characters, you know, have their flaws, so you're just kind of, you're not sure really who to root Like, life. In. Yeah. And they make the like American employment situation, they don't like sugarcoat it, like, oh, they're
2: trying space. to. <laughs> no. How about when he said to you, What do you watch? You know what the fuck to say.
3: He's talking crazy bullshit. He doesn't even know the difference between fucking fight the power and fuck the police.
2: Oh, That's from the last time. That was, that was an hour that ago. Was months ago. <laughs> that was an hour ago. Now we're talking <laughs> about this, though.
3: I'm sorry I'm not watching shitty fucking B-movies from fucking South Korea.
2: They're Those a movies plus. sound awful. When's the last time you came in with something like this, X?
3: I bring it all the time. What about that, that lifeboat I just fucking nailed?
2: It. I did that lifeboat.
3: Oh, you're fucking lying. <laughs> you're a liar.
2: Don't take his work.
3: I'm not, I don't take anybody's work for my own.
2: You shouldn't even take your own work.
3: No, no I You have should
2: give to. that directly to the listeners. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, how about a great game we just played, Crystal
2: Meth Cook or Bus Driver? Uh, Rick, you're on the Run of Faith show.
0: Hey, uh, Hicks, the um, Trailer Park Boys make a cameo in Goon.
3: you got to get on that, dog. Oh, H- Hicks
2: it. wouldn't know who they are because they don't show up in Star Trek. I
3: don't, I, listen, I like the next generation. And they fucking know exactly who the Trailer Park Boys are. I've seen every season. Trailer Park Boys, the movie three, is coming out soon. And that's your way of giving information? Yeah.
4: Sorry, it's not the Transformers
3: boxes. fuck are you talking about, <laughs> Shelby?
4: Is that it? Shelb's? Yep. Five films that you need to check out right now.
2: Netflix. Um. Let me read some of these. Shelbo with another knockout. Well done, kid. Black Dynamite was pretty hysterical. Uh. Have I mentioned how much I love Shelb? Great list. I love Super. Uh. Could you imagine if Hicks did work like this Rather than just scream and bitch about other people
3: I don't unsc- I fucking I fucking bang out work all goddamn day long I don't know what the fuck that person's talking about Who the fuck posted that?
2: Uh Here's one that came up Observe and Report Instead of Paul Blart I think nobody really liked
4: Paul Blart So I I was gonna th- I was thinking about putting that on But Observe and Report and is a great film i probably the biggest
2: Paul Blart fan <laughs> Hmm uh, Indonesia, Indonesia. Yeah. This reminds me of the kind of shit that Hicks used to do when he still cared. Oh,
3: I, I don't care anymore?
2: Uh Goon is great. Figures Hicks hasn't seen it. That
3: person hasn't seen it. How about that? <laughs> that person looks like a fucking moron. because you know, They're just talking shit just to talk shit. Because they're fucking less than. They're fucking garbage.
2: Alright, crazy bitch. Easy. I ain't fucking dancing
3: up and down and fucking.
2: I need some coke and salt if I got that thing to do after the show. Alright, we should should break.
3: We gotta break one more time.
2: What I really need is fucking protein, but we forgot about that. Hey, are y'all crazy? Why are we breaking so much at the end of the show, Hicks? Gotta catch up. Why not just fucking do them up front like I beg? We're gonna start doing that again or you just want to do them all at the end. <laughs> we'll break. We'll be right back. It's Ron and Fez. The
7: Ron and Fez Show.
6: If you've got a problem, psoriasis, down on Dr. Steve, you
9: can ask a question, and you get answers you need, neuropathy, a is Steve,
0: That's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of radio. Saturdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific, on the OPNN Available on Sirius XM On Demand.
11: Fluid. Got a favorite photo you want to show off in your home or office? Now you can turn it into canvas wall art at canvasworld.com. Canvasworld.com will print your digital photographs on a handcrafted custom canvas any size you like. They combine the latest technology and environmentally friendly inks to produce canvas prints that are higher quality than ever available before. Brilliant in color and guaranteed for life. And they do it all at a fraction of the price you'll pay on other sites. Canvasworld.com makes it easy. Just upload your photo, choose a size, and you're done. They'll even digitally retouch your photo absolutely free. Place your order at canvasworld.com today and save 35% plus get free shipping when you enter promo code radio at checkout. Get big museum quality canvas prints plus big savings. Save 35% and get free shipping when you enter promo code radio at checkout. Order your canvas today at canvasworld.com. That's canvasworld.com.
7: In two days, the creators of Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead are back. One night, five guys, 12 pubs. With the world's end. Let's do that! Critics are raving. It's the most entertaining movie of the year.
11: New Haven has been taken over by
7: robots. GQ magazine calls it hilarious. Richard Roper says it's funny as hell. It's a blockbuster. Sci-fi comedy. The world's ed. Rated R. 17, I've admitted without parent. Starts Friday. Win the biggest prize in game show history. The Million Second Quiz
11: premieres September 9th on NBC. Jim
7: Norton, obsessed on
11: Ozzy's Boneyard. Hi, everybody, it's your pal, Jim Norton. I've got wonderful news. I'm still here. We're running low on playlists, you bags of shit. So email me so I can play your song. You don't have to fucking bellyache. You don't play this on the Boneyard. Then email me. Therealjimnorton at gmail.com. All right, good. I'm babbling. Nobody cares.
7: Jim Norton, obsessed on Ozzy's Boneyard. Weeknights at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. Cheers,
3: XM Channel 38.
7: Hey, Dad. If you call DISH at 1-800-WATCH-TV
0: and get their new hopper, you can watch live TV or access your DVR anywhere. It turns any
3: room into a TV room. What about the laundry room? Sure. Bathroom? I guess. Equatorial room? What's an
11: equatorial
3: room?
0: It's a large circular room which contains
3: an equatorial mounted telescope. Yep, TV room. Watch all your live and recorded TV anywhere, only with the Hopper from Dish. Call Dish at 1-800-WATCH-TV today. Requires a broadband connected, Sun enabled DVR
11: and compatible mobile device. Restrictions apply, call for details. Traveling soon? Don't waste your time searching for flight deals. Go to cheapoair.com and save up to 65%. Yes, 65% as compared to the same class, unrestricted, fully refundable published fares. Cheapoair saves you time, and you can find cheap tickets guaranteed. Mix and match cheap flights at over 450 airlines to find the best price. Cheapoair has travel specialists standing by 24/7 at 888-657-7773. Book by. Some- September 1st and save up to $20 off service fees with promotion code SAVE20. Travel the world for less with Cheapo Air. That's cheapoair.com or 888 657 7773.
7: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of the world's most comfortable pillow, my pillow. We all have the same problem sleeping at night, our pillows go flat. We end up folding our pillows over for support, using our arms, flip-flopping all night long like a guppy. We wake up in the morning, we have sore necks, we have headaches, our arms are asleep, we feel like we need a nap in the afternoon even
0: though we've slept eight hours. Well, with my patented fill, wherever you move this pillow, it'll hold the exact
7: position for you as an individual and you'll get the best night's sleep of your life. Also, it stays cool, you don't have to flip it to the cool side. It stays is healthy for a full 10 years and it's warrantied not to go
0: flat. And you can throw it right in the washer and dryer just like your favorite blue jeans and I personally guarantee it's going to be the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own.
10: Log on to MyPillow.com now or call one
11: 800 6694 to get fitted for your very own MyPillow. Enter promo code XM4 and save 25% off your entire order when you call or log on today. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit
9: MyPillow.com Hi,
0: this is Bob Diener, president of GetARoom.com. I'm here to tell you about a great deal in New York City, the number one destination being booked now on GetARoom.com. Through the end of August, the Days Hotel Broadway on the Upper West Side is offering 20% off the rates on
7: GetARoom.com from $103 a night.
0: We've got deals in Vegas at MGM on the Strip, Westgate Lakes in Orlando for 25% off, tons more. GetARoom.com because these are the happiest days of your life. The Ron and Fest Show continues.
2: A show on a Wednesday, are we?
3: It's Wednesday.
2: I didn't even know Bob was here today. Bob was rocking those phones. I know he didn't do the box stuff I thought he was going to have in, so I thought money he wasn't here. Was that yesterday's meeting or the day before? The day before. It's was a waste of time, huh? No, it's not a waste of time. It's a game plan.
3: <laughs> what the fuck are you laughing at, Shelby? You shut your fucking mouth. He can't. It's a fucking game plan. That has to be followed.
2: So you you actually bet that is serious? That to be funny? That okay. was dead fucking serious. That's scary. That is fucking scary. Uh, here's, uh, Craig's got a question for Shelby. Go ahead, Craig.
0: Uh, first, I only have positive things to say. I love the music today. I love Shelby on a regular, but uh, this list is excellent. I missed the Cloverfield Korean movie. What was that again?
4: Cloverfield Korean movie, that would be The Host.
0: The Host. Excellent. Every movie that I saw on this list, you were absolutely right. You're amazing. The music's amazing. Ron, Fez, you're amazing. Thank you.
4: Thanks. Might take a little searching out to... Do it, like, the first Google search, because I know there's another, like... I go to Blockbuster, so they'll probably <laughs> have it.
3: Oh, my God.
4: So there's, like, a young adult yeah. novel-based Why film. A. Yeah, released this year called The Host, so... It's not is that it, one. Monsters it is the that Korean. one, too?
3: Or is it just fucking magic?
4: Unfortunately, just the teens making out, I think.
3: That's a good thing.
2: I like uh YA. Did you ever see that movie? No. It's got Pat Oswald in it. It's y- their own. YA y- Tittle. <laughs> he plays the part of YA And at the end of it, when his helmet's knocked off and he's there on his knees with his nose bleeding, so sad.
3: They should make that into a film. People would love it. There aren't, Dude, no fucking fi- there aren't enough football films.
2: I saw a thing on NFL. It's a football life. Have you, you get the NFL channel?
3: I don't get the NFL channel. I'm still working out my package with Time
2: Water. So i'm watching this thing about sweetness right yeah on a football life and i'm not even kidding you at a certain point i'm like he's the greatest person that probably ever lived (laughs) i hope he doesn't get sick i hope he does not get sick oh no and there was a thing of a relationship that he had with someone that was like a lot like brian's song it was really fucking moving and then I hated Ditka for not letting him score in the Super Bowl. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm sitting at my house fucking hating Ditka. Now I'm never that far away from hating Ditka anyway. I hated him in every aspect of his career. Hate the idea of him as a player, hate the idea of him as a coach, hate the idea of him as a talking head. And would never go into his fucking restaurants. It's called shitty Ditka's.
3: That's nasty. He has a fucking restaurant called Shit Dicks. <laughs> or did I mis- mishear that? He has a restaurant called Shit Dicks, and it's a fucking chain. A gay people should be fucking boycotting that. Fuck Chick Fil A. Mm.
2: We gotta get you know. You gotta get more into the gay stuff on the show because we don't do it anymore. <laughs> we don't do enough of it. Here's uh, Peter. You're on the Runaway Show.
6: Hey, Ronnie. I had another movie. Yeah. Uh, I'd say watch Carnosaur, not Jurassic Park. I
2: don't know this. Fantastic. Peace. I kind of feel like you've uh, stole something though, from uh, our uh, our um, buddy when he does the greater than's. Uh, who's the guy that comes in? The critic comes in and does those show and pisses everybody. Oh, Armand White. Yeah, Armand White does the greater than's every year at the Oscars, and it's the funniest shit you ever saw in your life.
3: I know the Jack and Jill was his big greater than last. Yeah, yeah. He was better than Zero Dark Thirty.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's the best.
2: I agree with him though. Ah, uh, what?
3: Fucking Zero Dark's great. Fucking light but lining up. Have swear. you seen Jack and Jill? I've not seen Jack and Jill. So I get, you know, that, you know.
2: I tried, and it seems like the plot is hey, look, Adam Sandler has a dress on. Like, I don't get the plot but more than, like, you never knows. like go to a Halloween party and your buddy, da- uh, puts on a dress, and he's like, oh, hi, Chris. Yeah. Hi.
3: Yeah, let's make out. He gets
2: more close to you than a woman ever would, (laughs) and adjusts her breasts more than a woman ever would. That's kind of what Jack and Jill feels like to me.
3: Pacino's in it, right? He shows up. How how is he?
2: It's the best work he's done since The Godfather, if I'm going to be totally honest. (laughs) Maybe even better. How did I miss this? Like just because funny
4: people didn't go over tremendously, you don't have to bow yourself to that.
2: I like the first half of Funny People.
3: I turned it off after he got the good diagnosis. It's like, this movie's really long.
2: Well, Ben, you didn't get into it as we went in and focused on some family we never cared about before. <laughs> Apatels. <laughs> um, let's uh, go over to uh, Jonathan. You're on the Renafest Show.
6: Hey, Ronnie,
0: yeah. Shelby, Drumpy. I get two Heaven. Korean movies. Hit me. Tall and um, I Saw the Devil. Two kick-ass movies.
4: I have seen I Saw the Devil. That's a really good movie. I haven't seen the other one. What was it?
0: Tall Nido, 2003. Uh, it's like a Dirty Dozen type flick.
2: Now, you live in Queens, right, Shelby? Yeah. You always go to Korean town to watch your fucking theaters.
3: <laughs> Little Korea, he's fucking loves it. It's right next to a karaoke booth.
2: <laughs> How far are you from Little Korea?
3: Uh, it's probably about a half hour train ride.
2: So you got to leave Greektown. Takes you another half hour to get into Little Korea.
3: Yeah. It smells like fish there. I, it's not being racist. It's
2: just true. I never said you were racist. Good. You are, but I've never said it. <laughs> oh.
3: Oh, I, I I love all people. I love the black man. I love the Hispanic man. I love the Asian man.
2: Have you ever dated a black girl? No. Racist. <laughs> racist? This is how far away from being a racist. When I get a prostitute, I normally act, ask for a black person. So, boom. Specifically, just use just more black prostitutes? <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. Just so they know, <laughs> they had nothing but love in my heart. You know what? For that, I'm
4: taking half price off. Shub, what are you doing? Fucking stand up again? Maybe this Friday I'll hit up UCB.
2: UCB East? Yeah. I can't go down Alphabet City. Take me down to Waffle Bar, Shuddy. I want to see him do some stand up. I want, him up, a, I want him to ask people uh, where where they're from and what they do for a living.
3: <laughs> work that fucking crowd
2: over. He's curious. <laughs> <laughs> How much money you make after taxes?
3: <laughs> so, what are you doing now you're in the city?
2: You're in a union? I got some stuff for you about the way black people walk, walk compared to the way white people walk. Mm-hmm. I'll just put it this way I don't want to give away the whole joke. Yeah. White people work, walk dumber it even possible. Well, we're always walking to work.
3: Yeah, oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's one of my jokes.
4: What about when you eat uh, Cheetos and then there's that Cheeto dust in your hand, you know? Like, what's up with that?
2: Yeah, what is up with that?
3: It gets stuck on
2: your fingers. Yeah. I mean, where does it come from? The Cheetos you just ate?
4: I close with that. I usually just get, like, carried off the stage.
2: What, else, what other things are people doing too much of?
4: They People want to talk about, like, rape a lot now, ever since, like, Daniel Tosh got in trouble. Like, see, I can make it okay, but they're just, like, doing, like, rape. Like, I'm going to do it in a way that it's, like, everyone's going to realize, oh, I'm not joking about rape. But it ends up, yeah, you're just telling rape jokes, (laughs) and people just get kind of uncomfortable now. Because it's not like a well-known guy Doing it Right. It's just like just some creep getting up Talking about like rape and like It's kind of weird
2: <laughs> You're not ready for the uh, edge Try to dominate the middle right now, dude
3: Dr. Phil got in, in trouble for People thought he tweeted he out He raped somebody? No, but they thought he was advocating for date rape
2: Why, what do you say?
3: He tweeted out If a girl is drunk, is it okay to have sex with her? Reply yes or no to at Dr. Phil so people took that the wrong way, so we had to delete it.
2: What right way was there to
3: take it? I think the right way would have been to take it is that he's just looking for people for his show, so he can bash them for saying they had sex with a drunk girl.
2: Um, it's, he, it's a drunk girl that did not want to have sex, it's, not a drunk girl that wanted to have sex.
3: I think in the way he, yeah, he, with the way he means it. It's a drunk girl who didn't want to have sex. So you're taking advantage of a drunk girl.
2: But here's the thing. If a girl is drunk and she wants to have sex, but then she wakes up later and says, I was blacked out. Oof.
4: Yeah, I think he means that like her. She might not be thinking clearly.
2: Yeah, um, I I think that's something that's worth discussing. Now, if she's passed out drunk and you bang her, yeah, that's just rape. You're
3: a rapist.
2: <laughs> like, what do you think, Hicks? If a girl's really drunk, yeah, should you have sex with her?
3: No, but, but if you, if you're if the dude is equally as drunk. Or black? You gotta, you gotta fucking take that into account. I'm not fucking advocating rape. But if you're fucking blacked out drunk, if you're both blacked out drunk, you have having you'd sex. Be
2: the, you'd be the worst lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be the worst lawyer ever.
3: If you're both blacked out drunk, it's still you can't
2: if call you, the rape. You're saying yeah. if you're both blacked out drunk, you're not taking advantage of her. You're just drunk.
3: Yeah, it's just drunk sex.
2: Okay, then if you're that blacked out drunk, could you have sex with a straight person <laughs> who doesn't want to? <laughs> <laughs> Because you're drunk, according to your logic. Yeah,
4: that's hey, hold on, hold on, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not I'm not advocating rape.
3: I probably shouldn't have said that part. That part fucks me up a little bit with my defense. Leslie, so,
2: so you're so angry. When you scream. <laughs> well, cause I know what the trash is gonna go in, alright?
3: I fucking just saw it happen to Dr. Phil. he's getting killed out there. Try to fucking help the guy out.
2: Oh, fuck that's funny.
3: Try to help the guy out, you know? You
2: should get your mouth sh- Probably. You should just shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, God, that's funny.
3: It's a, it's, you know, it's a fucking thin line between so rape So you're
2: and tr- saying that you can understand that Phil has brought up something that needs to be talked about. Yes. Not just, yeah, that makes you a rapist. Yeah,
3: because it doesn't necessarily make you a rapist. No, you are. Oh, no, I, no a I'm rapist not.
2: Rapist for backing him, and he's so zay.
3: No, I am not a rapist. I'm all about consensual sex. <laughs>
2: Why do I have to say that? <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you're be like the first lawyer yeah. that also gets time. <laughs> yeah,
3: this is both of you. Please the take The defendant
2: gets 10 years and the lawyer gets seven. <laughs> See you inside. Um, here's uh, Bonnie. You're on the Manifest Show. Hey,
10: guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a question. If a guy was drunk and then had sex with a girl and he called it rape, would anybody care or are they just protecting these pickled up whores that make bad choices? You see what I'm saying?
2: I think if a guy woke up the next day and his ass was bleeding and he said, what happened to me? And someone said, you were into it. You don't remember? I think he might have then thought that he was raped.
3: Yeah, that's a rape. That's a
2: raping. But he went with it it because he was drunk. He was enjoying it. Shit. He took a dildo in his ass. Or not even so much enjoying it, but Mm. not complaining as much.
3: Oh, the the chick was fucking working him off. Yeah, she worked him
2: over with a dildo in the ass.
3: All right. I guess if he liked it at the time, that isn't rape.
2: But who's to say that he liked it? He can't remember. He was only told he liked it. (sighs)
10: But if she liked it, it would be rape, and that's not fair. And I'm a girl, and I'm saying that. It's just stupid.
2: Well, you don't... You're not... I mean, I get that you want to show us, hey, I'm a regular girl that hangs out with dudes. I'm not like the other chicks. We get it. You don't have to fucking, you know, front for us. Not falling for that. One. Yeah, no one's falling for it. We can look at it like we're two people. It smells like a rape trap. All right? Yeah. Got it. I don't okay. like what you're doing, Bonnie, trying to to get over with the guys by being anti-woman.
10: I get it. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Take Thank that you. act
2: somewhere else. Take that act down the fucking street. It's me, it's Bonnie, it's Doctor Phil all on the boat together. Um here's Greg in Tampa. You're on the Run a Fez show.
6: Hey guys. Doctor Phil wasn't asking a question he was looking for guys to go out drinking and banging drunk chicks with. Stop. So maybe he should take that rapist, Pepper Hicks, and they can go drink and rape
2: together.
3: I'm not a rapist. If you, You're you coming off that way, though. If you listen early, about five minutes ago, I said I'm not advocating <laughs> rape.
2: After you just did, though. Yeah. You had to yell it out.
3: Yeah. I know how to cover my hands.
2: Right, here's where I would say to maybe clear this for everybody. Yeah. You can't drink and drive, right? Nope. Maybe you can't drink and fuck. Maybe no one can be sure if the... And here's the other weird thing. Now you can get arrested for letting a drunk get in a car. Like, really? that's is now my fucking business? I'm supposed to decide who drives and who doesn't?
3: People have to start taking responsibility. Like these women hanging out with these fucking drunk guys. and then them... They
2: deserve to be raped. Is that <laughs> what you're no saying? No one deserves to be raped. You fucking scumbag.
3: I'm not saying that!
2: It's coming off that way. Um... Heather, you're on the Run of Fez show.
6: This doesn't count if you're married, right?
2: Oh,
3: God. obviously. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> no, obviously, there's mar- Obviously, marital rape exists.
6: <laughs> I, I know.
9: I, 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 uh, I'm uh, in this fucking an position.
6: And uh, my husband told me things took it ha- took place the night before that I have no recollection of. It's kind of the same thing.
3: So is he doing a bid now? Is he, is he in prison? No,
6: get out of here. It's fun. Who cares? You
3: know, whatever. There you go. Me, Heather, Bonnie, Doctor Phil.
2: You're all asking for it, all four of you. <laughs>
3: Didn't expect this to go in this direction. No,
2: I like my idea. That uh, before you fucking can have sex, you have to sit down and take a test to figure out you got your hand-eye coordination that <laughs> All right, that's it for us. You got anything you need to plug tonight?
3: Uh, David Mack's sports program on Riotcast.com will be live on Ustream
2: Oh, and uh, Bennington and Hutt Is coming uh, Up on your podcast Dealing with a couple of different podcasters right now That want to carry us
3: That's nice It's a bidding war
2: Seems like it Although they're all offering nothing
3: Alright, nervous. Yeah, that's not much of a bid then if It's zero
2: Hmm does anyone make money on a podcast anywhere? No one I don't think. I
3: don't think anyone's making a career out of this.
2: But why are so many
4: people doing it? I think Corolla. He's like kind of starting it, but even that's like it's. He's only been doing it five years, so who's to say how much he's really
3: making? Hmm. But he does it every day, right? Yeah, he's one of the few guys who do, does it every day.
4: Yeah, and he has like a whole like network. Set up like like live reads, and he, but he was like big enough that when he started it, people could kind Are of. Follow been five him.
2: years since he's been off the radio.
4: Yeah, about that. Wow, four or five.
2: Nobody in radio is asking for him back or anybody else back up. I think they. I think one they
4: were making him a deal, but he's like, you know, this is the future. I kind of got this pirate ship thing going here. Let's stick with it. See where we can take it.
2: I'd like to see radio, regular radio from back. and get the podcasting thing at all. All right, that's it for us. Shelves, you're in tomorrow? Yep. All right, we're having a big surprise party For Molly yep. Nice. I don't know what we're eating or what we're doing, but let's all dress up. Suits and ties for her. <laughs> Suits and ties. And that's the end of my show. Donk.